Welcome to Smack's Cast, the preeminent post-apocalyptic, painstakingly put together, ultimately palatable, and practically perfect podcast, brought to you weekly from Smack's Cast headquarters and the plush comfort of Smack's Cast Studio Number One, located in the very heart of the MRP, also known as Mankind's Rebuilding Project, the Bunker. Awesome. Once again, brace yourselves, pin your ears back, put some rocks in your pocket, and prepare to be amazed at the plethora of information poised to wash over you. Here at SmacksCast Central, we aim to please, and some of us have been aiming since around uh, 1974. Whoa! Whoa. Bad joke. (laughs) Bad joke. By the way, I'm Sean. And I'm Max. Anyway, it's a sincere pleasure to once again be discussing the multiple and varied things we enjoy so that you, the listener... Can you uh, accumulate as much trivia knowledge as possible? And now, the broken record segment. Please subscribe to SmacksCast on iTunes if you haven't done so. And if you listen, enjoy the podcast. Please take time to rate us on iTunes and leave a brief review, even if it's scathing. It only takes minutes. <laughs> and while you will never get those minutes of your life back, Sean and I really and truly appreciate the fact that you've shortened your lifespan so that we might gain the pleasure of intermittent ego boosts. Hell yeah. You know, I find as I age, I need more of those. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Dude, we all need a little ego boost, you know? Yeah. What about you? Uh, speaking of boosts, busts, splits, anything remotely dangerous happened to you in the last few days, Max? Not at all, man. Safe as, safe as milk. Oh, you lying whore. Oh, dude, I split my chin open. Split your chin. Sure it's did. almost an amusing story, but if my partner doesn't want to tell that story, I say we move on. I don't want to talk about it. No, I'm just kidding. I, I, like, oh, I, shit. I, had a, I had a good piece of sidewalk coming home from the uh, bar the other night. So uh, Children, don't drink and walk. A master of coordination. Do not drink and walk. It's dangerous. Or do if you want to get some toys out of the deal. Because I hear if you go get <laughs> stitches, you might come up on some loot. So. you got to be a kid, generally. Oh. That growing up fucks everything up. You trying to steal Coke again, Max? Oh, yeah, man. If I can get away with it. <laughs> steal it. Well... You and I actually had a wee bit of fun last week, did we not, on we, a Thursday night? We absolutely did. Of a Thursday night. Branching into Friday morning. <laughs> and Friday afternoon yeah, and Friday yeah, evening. Yeah, yeah. Because we went and saw, we were the first ones in... Probably ever. Post-apocalyptic Topeka that saw Skyfall. And it fucking fell, dude. It was so sweet. It fell. It was so it sweet. It fell. You were running around the theater. The sky is falling. The sky is falling. And dumbasses were believing me and shit. You and I'm know, like, no, no, Max, that's just Adele. Right. Um. Anyway, if I had to sum- summarize the entire movie in one word, I would say awesome. I'd probably say dope, but I don't know if that does it justice. I just, it was dope. It was dope. It was dope. It was, it was I guess cocaine is a form of dope. It was deconstructionist. Yes. And then reconstructionist. They broke this motherfucker down. They built him back up. They let they him get sure. grizzled. They let him die, dude. Yeah. Kind of. I mean, uh, not really. And we, we probably should have warned everybody up front, but there are going to be huge, big fucking ass spoilers in this podcast. Yeah. This podcast is about spoilers, so we want you to listen, but don't get all angry with us. If we've given something away, when we warned you. We just like to talk about vehicle ornamentation, man. So we're just going to do a whole spoiler cast. Just the whole, you know, the shit on the back of cars, you know, just spoilers. Let's just talk about that. 
Let's just do a whole uh, fuck it. That's all I got. Boo. Uh, Boo. <laughs> that was fucking Thank bad. Yeah. That was good, but and you anyway. hear them all. Yeah. I I I grew up watching Bond movies. I mean, I loved all the I got to say the first thing I loved about the films were the fucking gadgets, the ejection buttons, the watches that were radios, the pins that exploded, all that cool shit. And then when I was old enough to understand, I watched it for the exploding shit and the chicks. Yes. And um, I really kind of fell out with the, the being excited about an upcoming Bond flick until now. Because Daniel Craig, my friend, in my opinion, is is Bond. He yeah, is the man. James Bond. DC brought it back. Although DC also kind of took it under with uh, uh, what do you call it? Quantum Solace or whatever. Although, yeah, that wasn't necessarily his no, fault. No, I mean, but... I, yeah, honestly, he, he simply was... Uh, of it, but I mean that was the fault of the writer's strike and the that, fault, you know. Yeah, that movie just yeah. never should have been a continuation of the first film, right. in my opinion, because it stretched the story out way too long. It was unnecessary, yeah. Right, and um, you know, I watched it over the weekend. I kind of went on a Bond bender, but um, it's it's okay on its own merits in a lot of ways, as far as a pure action film. You can't beat the action in a Bond flick, but the script, it was per shittity. I mean, it was... I read one review, I can't remember the exact uh, reference, but the guy was like, this is James Bond and the Baton Death March. (laughs) Oh, nice. All right. (laughs) He he did look pretty fucking bummed the whole movie. He was like... Every time somebody mentions Vesper Land, that bitch. Well, dude, everything we we got stuck watching, he got stuck delivering to us. So, I mean, you got to imagine. Yeah. If he really wasn't a big fan of the material, but is contractually obligated to do it, like, you know that's that's a shitty feeling. I know. Especially and, when he knows he can be badass, and he was just badass in the last film, because Casino Royale was pimp. Oh, fucking amazing. And I, you know... Daniel Craig's not a man who goes around selecting shit films. I can't think of that many other than maybe Tomb Raider, Cradle of Life. I think oh, he was he in was that. that dude. Yeah, okay. I mean, I enjoyed that film on its own guilty pleasure merits as well, but it really, yeah, come on. Yeah. Well, yeah, it was, it was fun, it was, but it was fun. Mean that was about yeah. all. But anyway, he, he's been doing some really good substantive roles lately. You know, Girl with the Dragon Tattoo and... Yeah. Uh, uh, recently, she been had made a tattoo. A, you didn't get it. Oh, dude, of course. Uh, she, they uh, <laughs> made that into a, a DC Vertigo graphic novel. God damn you! Was that later? Whatever. Uh, You've been peeking at my notes. No, dude, I just yeah. cock sandwich. I just flipped no. Today. <laughs> Max uh, is my best friend. Is that in the notes? Actually, um, yes, Max, it oh, is. And, and I'm not allowed to read the notes. Yeah, I know. I probably should have uh, double checked your your shit, but. Let me go ahead and skip ahead right okay, quick. Okay, let's, let's skip ahead. We'll bounce here. back. Because The Girl with the Dragon Tattoo, book one, released yesterday, 11, 13 of 12, as a graphic novel from DC Comics slash Vertigo, written by Denise Mina, beautifully <laughs> fucking co-illustrated by Andrea Muti and Leonardo Manco. It's 152 pages long. Yeah. I glanced at, you know, what I could see online, and it's fucking gorgeous, man. It looks good, uh, but I'm kind of... 
I don't know, man. I was flipping through it. I mean, the art's great, uh, but I'm sort of ambivalent because it already exists in like multiple. I, I like that it's out yeah. there, but like, I, so they didn't tinker with the story, really. Not that I can tell. No. So, so Andrea didn't have to do that much writing, or right? That's a thing. Or no, or wasn't Andrea Mina, the yeah, worst but writer? I mean, like, Sorry. Yeah, I mean, you still scripted for comics, so you make sure, like, because they also not only do they write the dialogue, but they go in there and tell you. It's like being a director when you're right. comics because you're also writing the actions and stuff. You structure the dialogue, right? Yeah, but I yeah. mean, really, like, you could just watch the movie and write what you see. And I don't think that's what she did, but at the same time, it's just like there are only so many formats I want to conceal. I know, but you know. that art was amazing. Yeah, and it did. no, it looks sweet, dude. Yeah, I kind of like. Um, I kind of like a book with the pictures, anyway. Oh man, that's. Uh, I don't know. I can't. I can't. Uh, I can't uh, shit candy for that, dude. I, I love me some comic <laughs> books. Like I'm the wrong person to take okay. somebody down for. I'm sorry. It was Denise Mina was the writer. Yeah, I already yeah, said yeah. that. But you got to look at it. Uh, you got to actually fondle it and uh, see it first person. So you're saying the art is fucking gorgeous, but kind yeah. of just uh, basically transplanted the I'm story. Just, I'm just saying personally, I'm kind of mad gotcha. simply because it does. It exists. Everybody's familiar. Not everybody, but I, I was Harriet Vanger didn't uh, come back as a zombie and murder her family. Right. None of that. No happened. twists. Maybe look too, man. Damn but, it. You know. Yeah. Uh, they did. They kind of yeah. did the same thing with the Game of Thrones graphic novel. Only there were there were some slight twists in that. Yeah. Well. Okay. And here's the other thing that bothered me about, or not bothered, but I mean the other thing that I wasn't really fond of was uh, the fact that it was a Vertigo graphic novel. And I understand the reason they did it because Vertigo is DC's, uh, you know, adult imprint or whatever. Yeah. But the thing that I love about Vertigo that makes Vertigo Vertigo is the shit that Vertigo can do, which is tell an original story in a format that you otherwise like can't can't do this shit and they've done preacher they've done sandman they've done right, Transmetropolitan, right. like all this they're like show timed it up right awesome shit they they yeah they were original stories and so like i wish dc just created a separate imprint for like adaptation shit that could be adult you know like they couldn't publish it under dc because it has adult shit but don't just like shove it into vertigo i don't know man I just love, oh, I gotcha. I just love vertigo so much. So, in other words, they didn't. They should have done more with that format because they did. I just wish they had a they did imprint in a way. You know, I just wish it wasn't a vertigo book, even if it was DC. I wish they were just like DC movies or whatever. You know, but just call it something else. Like Don't some, combine the imprint. Yeah, just that yeah. header of Virgo like means something totally different to me, and it's not movie adaptation, however beautiful. Do they not? Do they not do that very often? I mean, does, no. Is it, I mean, it's, I don't think there are that many, if any. With a DC things. slash Vertigo tag. Well, I mean, Vertigo is a is an imprint of DC, so DC right. is the overall company. Vertigo is just like the like they have regular DC comics. They've also yeah. done back in the day. They did Minx, which I think I uh, emailed to yeah to one of our listeners or whatever. Uh, no, I'm just saying. Um, what up, they typically don't do DC slash Vertigo. Right, they don't torrent normally. Well, the other weird thing is a lot of, I mean, for the most part, the Vertigo characters are technically now DC, like the Swamp Things and shit like that. But I mean, yeah, I'm not sure. Like, I'm just trying to figure out the opposition to the Vertigo. You know, the Vertigo just like me. It's it's all those. Oh, things break it down to me I mean? like I was a five year old, Max. Uh, I'll be like, <laughs> I noticed you got some stitches. What what? Do you want... I got uh, no. Uh, it just, yeah, man. I mean, it, Vertigo means something else to me. It means creator-owned work. It means awesome shit. So, I mean, it means an original story, not an adaptation. Gotcha. I think. Okay. To keep, to keep it brief. Yeah. Now that I've already kept it long. Uh, yeah. Gotcha. I, just, I don't want an adaptation. Awesome. Well, so, 
we're not really split on it. I mean, we both agree that the the graphics are fantastic, but is it worth the the money? I think the hardcover was right around fourteen or fifteen. I can't recall. But is it worth the money or not? Oh, man, I wouldn't tell anybody not to purchase it. I just mean like for me, it isn't. I'm not going to buy it. But I'm also a cheap bastard. I don't buy mm-hmm. shit I like that often. So, uh, yeah, I mean, if it looks good to you. If you had the dough, would you buy it? No. But I, okay. I got other things I'd rather buy. I know a lot of Virgo gotcha. shit, actually, that I'm trying to. Oh, look, really there's acquire. Denise Mina. Oh, You're damn. in deep shit, dude. So, <laughs> I can't even backpedal out of that shit. You heard what I said, Denise Mina. Go Denise. make up your own story. No, you know. Don't I mean, be Mina, sure did, Denise. I'm sure she did a fine job adapting that work. You know, I just, I'm not, I don't think it. Gotcha. I asked an honest question. I got an honest answer. A ten-minute honest, gripey answer. It's good. Yeah. It's. Yeah. I just. Um, I don't know the character. I like, you know, the female lead, girl yeah. with the dragon tattoo. And I've read the fucking books, and I'm trying to. Um, um Salander. Damn it. And she looked good. I mean, that's, yeah. Yeah. I just like the right. different incarnations. I think it's interesting. Like you know the. The Swedish versus the American versus the graphic novel adaptation, yeah. but I still I'm I'm leaning like you. I don't think I dropped the dough on the book. But if anyone wants to give it to me as a Christmas gift, moms or anyone else, right here. Yeah. Um, address will be in the show notes. Dudes, yeah, man. don't have to gift wrap it. It's we'll all set, good. We'll set up an Amazon wish list like webcam strippers and shit. <laughs> It's a way to do it. You just get on there. You throw all your all your stuff up on Amazon, and it's they don't have to know your address. Amazon knows it. You know they just buy it. For you know the National Organization for Women is going to show up knocking at the studio door. Smacks cast number one. We've told them where we are. They're going to come. Yeah. You're gonna. You're not going to get to your rake in time. Oh, dude, what's the handles? Have I maligned women? I, there's male webcam strippers. You didn't specify male webcam. I, and personally, I don't want to see any male mm-hmm. webcam strippers. There's, Chat roulette. Okay, let's yet. get back to Skyfall. Anyway, so we were talking about we, Skyfall. We really, because <laughs> the motherfucker, the sky has fallen. Yeah, it sure has. Officially. So, like we said, we gave our one word description for the film, and that's not terribly deep. But I, I just think it was so fucking cool that, I mean, there was the 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 Bond villain, and he, uh, the guy was played by Javier Bardem and he was played with bright I, I'm uh, if I were and I am a visual person I've got to say that's one colorful son of a bitch yeah and there's just a fucking huge twist to the plot there's multiple twists that actually absolutely but the dudes that wrote it did a magnificent job and I didn't of course I didn't make note of their names because I just said Skyfall review and discussion uh, anyway um mm. They did a great job, but it's all, I would almost say it's kind of an origin story. Um, it covers some things about Bond's background. You learn um, who his yeah. parents were, yeah. uh, where his boyhood home was, um, kind of why he had the feelings he did about his childhood and about the home. And it's you meet bit, an old Rick family Con. friend. Yeah. Yeah. Albert Finney, like a mofo. And then, yeah, Finney was fantastic. And then they. And then you know that relationship between him and him and M. Yeah, that was also cool. It, it, essentially, yeah. kind of a mother son relationship, which they've sort of uh, 
they've had, you know, but yeah. it, she had a bigger role in this one, this one being, now that we've already said spoilers, her, her last flick, you know, for the right. franchise, which apparently she's, like, going blind, the actress or something. And it was fucking tragic when yeah. she died. I mean, it was oh, Judy like he lost shit, his man. mother. Yeah. yeah. And basically, okay, B- James Bond wept on screen. Yeah. I saw it. Yeah. I don't, um, I don't think we've seen that before, so, yeah, absolutely. And I was glad. He's a cold motherfucker, too. I know. I mean, like, well, he's got to be. Remember yeah. the line in Casino Royale? I don't know if this is verbatim, but um, Vesperland is like, you seem not to care about the people you kill or something along those lines. And he's like, well, I wouldn't be very good at my job if I did now, would I? That's true, man. I mean, they they fucking killed Bernice Marlowe, dude. Just like, And he's just like, a waste of good scotch. Or whatever. That shit was cold as ice. And you know he's affected by it. But yeah, yeah, and of course you're right. He has to be that way, man. But just like I think shit. after after Vesper's death, he's not going to get close to anybody ever again. No, but. man. Uh, well, okay. And then what about like? Uh, well, shit. Let's start with the opening scene. Like, yeah, lay know, it lay it out. Let's yeah. give a kind of a rough outline of the plot. I know, like when it starts, you know, Bond's just like chasing a dude. Uh, Oops, I don't know if we even me. know why he, uh, he and a uh, at this pro- at this point unnamed uh, female associate, a female uh, fellow operative or whatever, chasing some dude. Like uh, at one point, he's like chasing this dude on motorcycles and shit across rooftops. And yeah, I really, the Grand Bazaar in Turkey. Yeah, and it was fucking beautiful, dude. All the cinematography <laughs> was beautiful. And I read that, but now I don't think he did that stunt himself. But um, there's a fight on top of a train. He fucking did that. They they did he really? Yeah, that was him nice. fighting on the train. They had him uh, going through safety harnessed. Huh? Going through the tunnels and everything? Cause I, I think so. I mean, he was uh, strapped to the train. That's yeah. pretty badass, dude. I would, it would suck fighting in one of those suits, you know, one of those Savile Row suits in that 100-plus degree. It would suck as much as being suited, though, you know, where you're just like, oh. Yeah, I got gotcha, you. But, you know, one of those Savile Row suits in 100-degree-plus turkey weather, you right. know, Turkish weather. But, yeah, they so they ride o- across the rooftops of the Grand Bazaar, and then they wind up on top of a train yeah well like and i mean in my head i'm just like thinking back because the whole thing just chasing across the rooftops i thought like casino royale you know they got that whole parkour opening scene and all that stuff and like i'm just like dude you know they're sitting around and they're like how do we top a crazy parkour open scene they're like let's do fucking motorcycle parkour man Mm -hmm. uh so they did it you know it was awesome yeah sure was and then it doesn't get any slower you know when they go to the top of the train and you have eve who actually, well, rewind the tape just a little bit because before they even, um, was this before the motorcycles when they're in the Range Rover? Yeah. Yeah, I think right. so. Because then she's driving along. Yeah, and they're driving through the bazaar and uh, chasing this dude. And and you don't know why at that right. time because it has the typical opening sequence. Although you do know that Bond has left a wounded compatriot who he knows is going to die. And basically what was an interrogation room, because that's where the scene opens. Yeah, that's right. And so he's pissed off about that. So they're in the Range Rover, and Eve is driving, and she's flying through the bazaar, and then all of a sudden they get stuck in traffic. And uh, he looks in the car up ahead. Dude, he's chasing, jumps out of his limo or car or whatever, grabs a motorcycle, takes off. So Bond does the same. And Yeah, follows suit and just, like, totally... I don't know. That was a crazy ass chase, man. But yeah, then they get to that point where like, uh, so they fight like on a train, just duck down, low to the low to the train itself, just punching each other, kicking each other. But like, while whilst the train is rolling, I like using whilst, man. 
while the train's like rolling through tunnels and stuff uh and just don't worry i'm awake yeah, just, <laughs> just kicking each other's ass he totally had me i know uh, but eve's up on the hilltop with her gun yeah you know? yeah okay and so yeah then they're like at one point they're you know uh fighting one-on-one and shit and, like, and that was before yeah. they went in the tunnel right when uh m back in london on speaker tells her to take the shot i think it's after because right at, i mean yeah no, no no they fight on the train or when whatever, they come out the other yeah. side of the tunnel and then they're like fighting each other on top of the train when there's no more tunnels or whatever they're standing up yeah but why but why was she like i've got to take the shot or i'm gonna lose it wasn't it because of the tunnel maybe yeah maybe there was another tunnel coming up but like for a while there the tunnels were like more intermittent or like they were they yeah. were quicker or something I, I anyway they're like low to the ground beating the shit out of each other and by the time they stand up where there's no tunnel for a little bit but I think there was one coming up I think you're right uh, and, and Eve's got the sniper rifle pointed at the two dudes but she can't really get a lock on Bond uh, M and you know commands that she go ahead and take the shot you know she's like I might hit Bond she says take the bloody shot yeah watch watch uh, <laughs> crash and so, uh, and so she does, man. And, and fucking hits. Just... Although, although, just a minute, Max. Wasn't yeah. he shot already? It did look like I he swear was to God he was shot already. Previously from some other yeah. shit. But he was definitely bleeding after that. Like, he was shot, man. And yeah. he straight fell. He goes off. Water. Yeah, and that, that, tra- that bridge, that suspended bridge had to be a thousand feet off the, above the water, it yeah. seemed like. And so when he falls after he's shot, it's fucking kind of awesome because he's falling upside down and you know like a skydiver with his body you know in the shape of a bullet hurtling towards the water and then they just seamlessly hit the bond Boom, intro and then cut into Adele yeah, and it was so fucking yeah. sweet dude uh, yeah it was amazing and the, just the graphic the fact that you sort of got this prelude to uh, oh, the holy crap Max what you do that for and shit. I'm just a reckless bastard <laughs> and I don't give a fuck but uh yeah uh, you know, you see that little prelude to the Skyfall Estate where you saw like the elk and shit. But I mean, just like, we didn't cool, know it was an estate at the right. time. Remember? Yeah, I mean, it's it. it you know that after because but, uh, you and I were watching it. At one point, we we're like, oh, that's why it is the way it is. Shit together, yeah, and they did a great job of that, man. But yeah, I mean, it's fucking just incredible all the way through. But um, just for a little treat, let's try something for a couple minutes, shall What's up, we? Man, what do you want to do? I'm gonna try something. Okay. He's going to let the sky fall up in here. Obviously, you can't see it, but here's where he's kind of falling through the water. And, the hand, and when that hand reached up and grabbed him at first, you didn't know it was like a giant hand. Yeah, I'd completely forgotten about all of this. Amazing song. She fucking nailed it. It's got like a classic Bond feel, and of course classic Bond themes in there later on too. Yeah, but, that deep uh, bass line with the regression. The It completely fit. It fit this sequence and stuff. This is fucking sweet too. It's blood the target. The yeah. yeah, the target. Hit where he was hit. Is that what's her face? Is that Bernie Smarlow? Was that Bernie Smarlow? I don't, I don't know. know. I couldn't tell. I, I just dig that part where he falls under the... Where the earth sucks him, you know, up. Yeah, you keep seeing... I didn't even, Like, I really didn't understand the significance of this. is good. This is great, too. With the tombstones next to the knives, I think that's symbol, you know, symbolic as well. You know, his occupation versus his parents' death yeah. or whatnot. You think that that 
there's a close-up of Daniel Craig through a like like a tear in the wall or whatever. You think that was had something to do with his childhood? I mean, we're not getting into psychology, but yeah, maybe. Or they just want it was ominous imagery, you know? Yeah. I mean, as Max stated earlier, it does turn out that Skyfall is Bond's childhood home. It was his estate, his family's estate in Scotland. So. I mean, at one point in the film, he's like, I've always hated this place. Right, which was a, a magnificent location and an awesome, like, old house. Oh, burn. Oh. Yeah. So here we go. Yeah. Anyway. So the real question is... Did any of this come through like yeah. of our previous audio? Yeah, you know? I'm pretty sure it did because before we weren't running it through the microphone. It was also on Echo. Were we? Echo, Echo, Echo. No, not really. Uh, yeah, but um, anyway, um, sorry about the little um, break in our problem with the audio there, but w- would it be a Smacks cast unless we had some dead air or some audio fade out or whatever? No, no I don't think so. Right, but um, I loved the film. It was amazing, and... I was looking online, of course, it's what we do. From the LATimes.com, um, they had a clip about, and obviously by now everybody knows that it's fucking blowing up the box office. Yeah, dude. And the movie crossed $100 million at the domestic box office on Monday. And uh, they're saying it proves that the appetite for James Bond is as strong as ever. Which is great if you're MGM and shit, because they weren't doing yeah. real well. And it says, in the world of Hollywood franchises, that usually means a fast turnaround on a follow-up movie. But the stewards of the Spice series say they're not in any rush to throw a new Bond into the pipeline. Right, they're going to take their time. I think Daniel Craig's locked in for like two, two more. more. Uh, oh, so, okay, and it, forgive me if I'm cutting ahead or something, I haven't looked at it up, but uh, <laughs> a little, have you heard who they've, you know, they've already been sort of looking ahead of, of Craig, so they've been sitting down with some folks. Do you hear who they sat down with? Oh, you mean for the next Bond? Yeah. No. Oh, man. Our Is boy, this for real? It's somebody that they've at least spoken to. So, yeah. I mean, it's, it's certainly not confirmed. Give me a hint. We don't have, like, next Bond yet. Hint fucking, me up, brother. Fucking Luther, dude. <gasps> Stringer Bell. Black you know, Bond, okay. baby. No, I heard that... Idris Elba. Uh, yeah, Idris Elba. I heard that um, they had talked about using him before Craig. Okay. They sat down with him, I guess, recently. But... Yeah. Ask yourself this question. Idris Elba is a little older than Craig, isn't he? Yeah. Right around. Like, there's not a full, I don't know. I mean, Bond's, you know, part of the the storyline in Skyfall is Bond grappling with his age. Yeah. You know, he's, yeah. Yeah, I mean, he's, physically, things are tougher for him, and uh, it's harder for him to hit the target with his Walther, which is fucking awesome in the movie. Yes. But I personally, I would dig Idris Elba. I would love, you know, I love Daniel Craig, but... Yeah, well, and I think, like, age will be the least controversial thing if you change the race of an iconic character. I mean, I think it'd be kick-ass, man, but... Uh, I do, too, but... He's got a built-in British accent, man. You don't gotta worry, you know, there's no no worries there. There's also uh, some fucking awesome young black British men who could probably nail it, too. Oh, totally, yeah. Uh, but I just, you know... Because I got you. already mentioned Idris up on every Smacks cast, I think thus far I, I had to throw that out there. I was hoping I, you had heard about. I it. do have a uh, on a tragic note for this Smacks cast, ladies oh, and gentlemen. We will not not be talking about Mr. Keith David. I'm I'm legitimately trying not to talk about Keith David right now. <laughs> do not weep, Max. I'm not gonna do it. 
Don't cry for me. Ar Argentina. What, what? Idris Elba would be badass. Dude, yeah, Agreed. But, yeah, uh, CNN.com talks about the opening, and it says um, the movie grossed a truly massive $87.8 million in its first three fucking days. That is a chunk of change. And an additional $2.2 million during the Thursday night previews, which we didn't really contribute because we got two free movie tickets for buying my Blu-rays. Shit, it all comes out somewhere, right? Yeah, I guess it comes MGM out in the wash. This is making its debut the very best in the Bond series, 23 film history by a huge margin. That's oh, yeah. a big deal, dude. Also, mad love for Sam Mendes, dude. That guy tore it up. Directly. Man, when they called that he was going to be the director, when I heard that, I was like, this is going to be a movie to see. Yeah, absolutely. I, I mean, it's different. It's definitely different from American Beauty. <laughs> yeah, a little bit. But, a little bit. Yeah, I mean, Lester Burnham wasn't going to show up in a tuxedo. Right. You know, uh, ready to blow his brains out, oh, man. or fucking around with some teenage chick. Bond wasn't buying herb from the next door kid or whatever, you know. So <laughs> Bond goes to jail chips, for yeah. pedophilia. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but Skyfall shattered the previous opening weekend record for a Bond film, which was set in 2008. When <laughs> believe this, Quantum of Solace bowed or bowed with 67.5 million. Yeah. Okay. With the lucrative Thanksgiving holiday on the horizon and a straight-A cinema score grade, it's likely that Skyfall will also become the first Bond movie ever to pass the $200 million mark at the domestic box office. Sweet. And, of course, they're not counting for inflation. <laughs> Which is ridiculous. Whatever. Yeah, okay. But, yeah, I mean... Uh, we also, you want to... Well, we already said spoilers, right? What about... Okay, we we now have a new M... Oh yep, yep. Mr. Rafe finds. Yeah, and he did, a, and you know he he had a significant part in the film as a, a cabinet minister. Yeah, or a minister. Right. Yeah, uh, but a PM. But he um, he was like the go between between the P, the prime minister. He wasn't a PM for God's sake. Right. Yeah. It was a, whatever they call him MPs. I believe they got like prime. twenty PMs over there. Yeah, yeah, but. Mary the Prime Minister, so he was, you know, like the go between between the Prime Minister and MI6. But, you know, at first, you know, even when he was telling him that she was going to have to prepare for retirement, etc., he didn't come off like a cock. No, I mean they certainly butted heads over it anyway. But I mean he was delivering the news, and I think he was respectful of her. You know, the works, even though you know maybe some of the stuff, the decision she'd made had been cast in, cast in like a negative light. Yeah, he, yeah. he was respectful of her. Because I don't know if it, if you picked this up or not, but he wasn't like you're going to retire or retire or else. And M wasn't like I'm going to stay no matter what. She just wanted to finish the job. Right. Yeah. So. She and she did. She, you know, uh, sadly enough, yeah, yeah, in her own way, but, but, uh, and we have a new money penny man, Naomi Harris, looking one of the biggest surprises of the film, and yeah, somehow, like I figured him a little earlier on, I think, but I didn't get money penny until she like she was like, oh, I don't think I told you my real name, and I was like, oh fuck, it's Robin from Batman, <laughs> and I was like, no, uh, it's, Naomi you know, Harris. And I was like, oh, money penny is one beautiful lady. She's looking a lot better than in the pirates flicks and stuff. <laughs> she know? had a little visit to the dentist since yeah. then, I believe. But um, yeah, and then what do you think about the new Q, dude? 
New Q. Oh, that's right, man. New Q was uh, New Q was solid. I like. I was a little like for a little bit. Ben uh, Wishaw, Wishaw, Wishaw. Wishaw. Yeah. There you go. Ben Wishaw. It's a little iffy. Like through that first scene, even though they went through all the prerequisite, like you know, Bond's like, you know, you're young, and then he's like, you're old or whatever. But like as soon as mm-hmm. as soon as he told him to bring back the Walther in one piece. Right. I was like, yeah, dude. Yeah, well, do it, tell us but, about the Walther, dude. Uh, the Walther, man, coded coded to James Bond's DNA, which I'm sure I've seen in like 12 other things, but I still dug it. <laughs> he essentially, like, instead of giving him 50, or, you know, a gadget. Tons of gadgets, yeah. yeah. He's like, here's a small radio transmitter and a gun that you like. And it was like... All right. Yeah. He's yeah. like, is that, yeah, but at yeah. first she was like, is that it? <laughs> right. Cause he's expecting like some crazy shit. And he's like, what do you want? Like a pen? He said, to blow he made, shit up? Yeah. He made some crack yeah. about exploding pens, which is awesome. And then he also said, like, I could do more with my laptop um, in my pajamas than you could uh, in the field or something like that. And I wanted to be like, don't fuck with the right. bond. Well, bond had a comeback that I can't exactly recall, but it then involved his, his PJs also. He was like, can't do that in your PJs. Yeah. Like, right yeah. But yeah, Ben Wishaw, uh, folks, was um, actually what I remembered him from was the remake of Brideshead Revisited when he played uh, Sebastian okay. Flight. He was fucking fantastic was in that. Was that the Jeremy Irons role? From, like, the original or whatever? Or the other dude? Uh, no. Okay. Uh, well, wait a minute. He was the... Uh, Sebastian was the um, one that had the, uh, basically, chemical dependency problem and okay. um, oh, fuck. Led, left the family to live in India. Okay. And Yeah, so... I can't remember in the original. Yeah, it was uh, Jeremy Irons and... Um, but yeah, hell, Emma Thompson's in that version of Brideshead, and it was cool. really good. He was solid, dude, and he was good. You know, and it's uh, I was reading an article today about the legitimacy of his his hacking. You know, like anytime they throw some kind of hacking in the in the movies, so you know, hackers want to look at it and be like, "Man, that's bullshit. That's not how that works." But uh, who cares? The movie, if it looks cool, you know. Right, right. Um, I guess he's also in Cloud Atlas. Doesn't have a big and the part. hour, dude, which I want to watch like a motherfucker, but I haven't got yet. it. It's really good if yeah. you want to oh, uh, totally take a borrow. I need to... Um, really good. Yep. But I don't know, man. I uh, one last thing about Skyfall before we move on, and I've got to say that was fucking cool. We had a field trip, dude. Yeah. We we had a little bit of popcorn. We had some kick-ass nachos. Nachos were dope. And I told you that's nacho cheese. That's my cheese, but yeah, you didn't care. But I ate it anyway, and I threw jalapenos. That was a fucking terrible joke. Woo. Had to say it. Woo is right, but um, some chos for show. Yeah, man, got out of that motherfucker at like three in the a.m. Yep. I'm old, dude. I don't do that shit. Oh man, it was kind of funny because when I picked you up, you got in the car and you're like, dude, I don't know if I'm gonna be able to stay. Like I'm trying not to pass out, man. We did fine, though. Yeah, I mean, stayed up. During the movie, we got a little adrenalized by Mr. Bond. Yeah, absolutely. But, uh, so, the last thing that I found of that's really significant to me is, and, you know, it's not your typical terrorism or, you know, the, the, um, the Bond villain trying to destabilize a multinational, etc., this dude is using cyber terrorism to, like, just fuck with everything. Everywhere. Yeah. I mean, in the drop of a hat, he can do anything he wants to. And uh, I read that uh, the film Skyfall was inspired by what's called a, the Stuxnet virus. Nothing. And that's from foxnews.com. Uh, 
from a story dated 11-7 of 12. But apparently that virus that was causing all of these different... Remember when uh, Q is on the computer on the big screen trying yeah. to track him down, basically, or yeah. find the source of the, the problem, and it like kept recreating new scenarios. So I guess that's what this Stuxnet virus did. So Oh, that's cool. I don't know, but... They drew from life, man. Yeah, yeah. But um, I'm going to go see the film again on Saturday, so I'm ready, man. I'm fucking jazzed. Hell yeah. And I'm uh, actually um, well into uh, rebuilding my Bond collection, you know? Cool. I'd love to have... What would be really cool is if my, my best buddy Max could just somehow figure out how to get that Bond 50 to me. I mean, I would just be so grateful. I but, could do it for like forty percent off of three hundred dollars. Yeah, get that, yeah, folks. Right, Retail yeah. three hundred fucking dollars. Man, you buy it on the internet for cheap or whatever. Yeah, yeah, you could, but still, that's, you know, it's a chunk of change at once. But that's how we live. I would say if I had the money, it'd be worth it. I mean, it's fucking. Oh, it's got a little placeholder for Skyfall, dude. Awesome. I know you keep pimping, you keep playing that. I'm quit saying that. Got a hole right there, a, a skyfall size hole in your heart. Man, hey man, you want to talk about Game of Thrones? Um, we can move on. Um, anything, any final parting uh, thoughts about Skyfall though? It was badass. It was. It was. Oh, last thing. I have a friend that I work with. At least I consider him a friend, and I know he listens to the cast. So, hey, whatever. But this dude knows all there is to know about Bond, the movies, the directors. He can tell you who the fucking key grip was on, you know, Diamonds Are Forever. and Steve Timmer. How much scotch Sean Connery had put away the night before. How many chicks he had dorked off camera. Right. Whether the, whether the condoms broke or not. What, what? Um, <laughs> but this dude... I can't remember whether he had an issue with it or not, but he was talking about, you know, the uh, the iconic symbol on every Bond poster from the beginning of time is the rifling on the inside of the gun barrel. Oh, absolutely, yeah. Where he turns and fires his weapon. Yeah. I believe my friend told me this was the first film where that was at the end of the film rather oh, than yeah. at the beginning. No oh, shit, it was in there. You know, this was all about mixing shit up and sort of uh, the retcon and Bond a little bit, but in a nice way. They had the fucking Aston Martin in there and shit, which was super dope. Uh, and I mean, they broke this dude down and rebuilt him, man. Woo! Uh, technical mishap. I had a gentlemen. crash. I had a uh, crash. But uh, microphone down. Microphone down. Microphone check. One two. Uh, Dude, what is this? Like, it, dude, it, it was it was super pimp, man. And uh, oh, there's there's one I more. I didn't even touch thing. that. There's some ghostly no. shit going on up in Phantom here. Phantom starring Ben Affleck. Sorry for the issues, folks. Uh, I'm sure several people's eardrums just ruptured. Yeah, mine, mine uh, included. Okay. Limited to, uh, anyway, go ahead, casting, my brother. Casting a new Blofeld, dude. That was what I heard. I mean, that's that's the rumor, man. Right, so, right. Uh, like a know, redo of Doctor No. Shadow Nemesis. Well, he, like yeah, Blofeld was in like four different flicks or whatever. <gasps> Right, right, right. But like a different dude each time. What was like, the name of his organization? Was it Quant? Not Quant. Uh, Spectre. Spectre. Right. Yeah. Yeah, that's uh, fucking cool, man. So that's him, dude. To have like he, somebody behind the scenes, you know, like. A, did Blofeld have the sharks under the floor? I think so. Was Jaws part of his organization? I think he was, oh, wasn't God, he? Should because like. And I'm I'm by no means the not historian. not Jaws the mechanical that, shark, but right, not Bruce, the dude with the. The shark's name was Bruce. 
Which is, yeah. yeah, but it, whatever. The uh, dude with the braces. Yes, yeah. and odd job. Not odd job. Uh, odd job fucking killed me him in yeah. his hat. Yeah. <laughs> that was a lethal bowler, dude. Uh, <laughs> shit. And he could kill people. Yeah. Uh, Carried, what, a 200 average? Right. He was, oh, dude, he's rock solid, man. <laughs> uh, mark it, Donnie. <laughs> or whatever. Mark it, Smokey. Uh, trying to make a little basket reference. I can't do it. Um, yeah, potentially a new bluff. And he was played by like Donald Pleasance. Fucking Kojak played him at one point. Like Telly Savalas was rocking that shit. I remember they Donald Pleasance most specifically. Yeah. Um, folks, I'm going to try to edit out the crash of the microphone here, so forgive me. But, you know, shit happens. Especially here on Smack's Cast. That's right. So, that's fucking exciting news. And didn't I tell you I heard somewhere, could have been from my buddy, or my friend, or, you know, whatever, <laughs> that uh, they tried to cast Sean Connery in the Albert Finney role. Yeah. The, the gamekeeper at really Skyfall. Glad, I'm really glad that didn't happen, actually. Uh... I don't know. Me man. too. It yeah, it would have thrown me. Like, it would have pulled me out because then I would have been like, that's Bond and that's Bond. Like, Albert Finney was so awesome for that. Finney was clearly invested in the role. Yeah. And I think, yeah. you know, we were talking about uh, Connery. It would have been, you know, it was probably an ego thing that he didn't do it, but I'm glad he didn't do it. Screw that. Yeah. Albert Finney nailed it. Nailed it. Nailed it. And spe- yes. the parts with him and um, Dame Judy, uh, Judith, were really touching at the end. How yeah. he. Helped guide her around, and but you know when they're walking through the field towards the um, the chapel. Yeah, I kept wanting to say, turn that fucking flashlight right. off. If you fall and split your chin open, you fall and split your chin open. But nobody mows you down with a fucking Gatling gun from the <laughs> yeah, helicopter, no. shit, you know, or whatever. I know. Yeah, but like, yeah, yeah, they have that flashlight like like a fucking spotlight. Vroom, vroom, vroom. Yeah, it was ridiculous. Ooh, nice feedback. Yeah, that was good, man. Uh, anyway. Hey, dude. We Anything pause, else? We pause this thing for a sec. Oh. Spice Guest listeners, we'll be right we'll back. We'll be right back. I can't exactly. Um, yeah. Or. I was coming in with the bass line. Oh, okay. I, I geeked out on it a little bit, too. Anyway, you know, remember when we were like in the good old days of Smacks casting when we stretched to get 45 minutes? Yeah, we're stretching. Now it's like you said, we got through like three of our issues and we're 42 minutes in. Anyway. You're welcome, listener. No, Game of Thrones, Game of Thrones, Game of Thrones, 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 Thrones update. Anyway, little note here. Game of Thrones uh, Season 2 has no published release date at this time for either the DVD or Blu-ray formats, but it can be pre-ordered at Amazon.com. Yeah, but Amazon always has that, oh man, we should should totally get a chunk of change for that right there. You did their little... Uh, no, wait, that was, uh... That was, yeah. Nice. Not them. Uh, <laughs> we should totally not get any money for that, then. Uh, <laughs> totally get not get sued yeah, for it, either, yeah. Right, exactly. Uh, but you can pre-order damn near anything at Amazon that doesn't exist. Like, every time I look on some shit for Amazon, I use Amazon as a reference point all the time in my job. Uh, because there's a competition. I like to use the competition. Yeah. And, uh... Yeah. Amazon's big fucking movers and shakers when but it comes... But they have, I mean, they have placeholders for shit that doesn't and probably won't ever exist so you can pre-order damn near anything on amazon but yeah it doesn't mean I don't, I don't 
Yeah, but there was an actual article talking about you can pre-order beginning. This was oh, right back on. in July or whatever. But well, and this is something we know for sure is coming. It's not like they're going to never put this out. Right, so. and and right now season two is out on like your cable companies on demand, so you can watch it out there. And you, you should want. have already watched it. Jesus Christ! Fuck yeah! What's going on? But I like refreshers because I yes. love this fucking show. So. Um, anyway, you got anything, any updates for me about Game of Thrones, my brother? Shit, man, according to the website of Tim Plester, the English actor and playwright, uh, will be taking on the role of Black Walder mm. in, uh, season three of Game of Thrones. He's a nasty bastard, man. Book one. Is he not? Or book three, part one. Yeah, he is a black, uh, is he, uh, he is nasty, a nasty he's a, bastard? He's a, he's a Black Walder, man, that's what he is. He's a fray, right? Yeah. Grandson, fucking, grandson of Frey, Walder Frey. Great grandson. Yeah. In A Song of Ice and Fire, uh, Black Walder is the great-grandson of Lord Walder Frey. And he's called Black Walder because of his hot temper and frightening demeanor. <laughs> That's racist. Racism. Yeah. <laughs> I just want to ignite the cast with... You gotta, uh, always got to no. pull the card, brother. Got to pull the card. Uh, well, and there are certainly people of, of multiple races in the Game of Thrones world, which is cool, but uh, Black Walder's a white dude. He's just a dick. Yeah. I know. So yeah. is Tim Plester, but have, what what else have we seen him in, do you know? Uh, Tim Plester... What did we see him in Kick-Ass? He was in Kick-Ass, man. Yep. A brief but oh, memorable yeah. role yeah. as a criminal who had an unfortunate encounter with an industrial microwave. Ooh, this, yeah. That does not sound pleasant. I, I can't remember what scene they're talking I, about. I think this is the same shit that happens in Game of Thrones, though. I'm just kidding. They don't have industrial microwaves. Yeah. Uh, shit. Shitballs. Shitballs. Here we go. A little audio. Shitballs. Uh, yeah, yeah. But, you know, um, are we back? Oh, I think so. Back on track, yeah, baby. Dude. But, you know, hell, on, uh, like, the Flintstones Viva Rock Vegas, they had a fucking microphone, it was, or microwave, it was just made of stone, you know? I just like that you referenced Flintstones Viva Rock Vegas just now, that was awesome. Uh, it's what hey, I man. do. It's also, what I do. Uh, and Alexandra Dowling, an English actress, recently seen <gasps> on uh, Merlin, which I have Granddaughter of Father Dowling? Be. What? No, Tom Bosley? Tom Bosley. Bosley. Ah, oh, Bosley like a motherfucker, dude. Mm, uh, Sunday, Monday, happy days. Oh, dude. Hey. Tuesday, Wednesday, happy days. Dun, dun, dun. I don't know happy days theme by heart. No, no, no. all week with you. Those days, these days are out. I'd, I watched it in syndication. Oh, happy shit, day. I'd come in after the fact. Just be like, oh, fun. We're going to start, when we do start eventually getting feedback, people are going to be like, stop fucking singing. We just got feedback. What are you talking about? It obviously told us to stop <laughs> fucking singing. That was. Uh, yeah. Um, I think our microphones are too close to each other, but whatever. I think or you should scoot your ass out on the poach. Or they're not close enough. <laughs> uh, no, hey, man, uh, so this chick was on Merlin as Kara, which I've intended uh, to watch. But... Close to you. I don't know. She was on Merlin? Yeah. we could do. You want to do Moon River? I like a Landy Williams. Moon still. River. Why do the night? I can't do it. My Huckleberry friend. Yeah, okay. I'm your Huckleberry. Uh, Huckleberry Hound, man. Mm-hmm. You know? Mm-hmm. It was cool. Yeah, we digress uh, a little bit. Um, a little bit. So, uh, have you seen her in that? Um, no. In Merlin? No, but she was I, cast as Rosalind Frey. That's cool. Yeah, I haven't had the pleasure of watching Merlin, but my son has watched quite a few of the episodes, and I know he likes the show, so. Okay. Oh, and they misspelled the name on the... Uh... Her CV. Okay. They call it, you know, their resume yeah. in England. They call it their CV. 
curriculum so v you know cv is like supposed to be like curriculum vitae or vitae oh man a little latin on the cast i like it i think so cool uh, I would like to get some feedback from our listeners, but they won't fucking give us feedback. We get one dude that we really like. Mark Lamone, what up? Yeah, you, Mark, you fucking rock. You need to have other people follow your example somehow. Well, yeah. Uh, Be the Pied Piper of Smacks casting. Yeah, man. Lead, lead, wait a second. Un, unlike Mr. Fellow with the initials NW, a certain young fellow we know. Oh, burn. Burn on Alan Knight right there, man. <laughs> Alias Alan Knight, dude. Alan. No, Al- big ups to Alan Knight, dude. Uh, mm-hmm. And I'd like yeah. to give ups right now to Isaac Pimentel, who is a fan of the cast. And who is, like, fucking always there for us and talking about how much he enjoys it. These are the kind of things we need. Yes. Makes us feel like we're not just sitting here busting microphones all over the desk. And We should just do, like, a hero segment where we just, like... Laud some fucking David Bowie song. Yeah, we yeah. could be heroes. Whoa, man! I can't do a Bowie, but that was awesome. I can't either. That's, That's it. Pretty good. Uh, <laughs> I'm not doing fucking changes. Uh, changes. This is a fully Turn musical cast. And face man. the strange changes. Look around. You know, you changes. I'm cheesing out, dude. I can't do it. I know. Uh, I'm trying to make you smile. It's weird. But I also okay. kind of want to just listen to Bowie now. Fucking uh, move on, watch, watch. Yeah, jeez. Come on. All right. Uh, <laughs> anyway, that's really all we have for Game of Thrones this week. Did you have anything else to add for Game of Thrones? This week? No, sir. Okay. Just that I love it with all of my heart. Yeah. I like to think, occasionally I like to sit in a small room and take out my my nice clean cloth oh I thought that was going somewhere else anyway no but then I like to think about movies that are coming down the pike because we got a lot of fucking cool shit coming my brother yes but today I'd like to focus on like superheroes like we don't I always like we're not always gonna do things but at this point in the podcast yeah a couple of uh, upcoming superhero movies that are going to be fucking awesome. First one, Captain America, the Winter Soldier. When Captain America throws his mighty shield. I had to do that one more musical minute, man. You what? I had to do it. That was from the old, like, old, old uh, Captain America I know, America we've got tapes. more musical minutes. This, I know, is, yeah. this is our cast, damn it. I always say it's the last one, but it's just the next one. It's the last one before the next one. This, yeah. You got this off the HuffPost, man? Yeah, www.huffingtonpost.com. Anyway, uh, as a note to begin this, uh, I found this information that Anthony Mackie, who is kick-ass and who was in the Adjustment Bureau, <clears throat> among other things, he was in um, Real Steel. Um, he will definitely be part of the Winter Soldier Ensemble. The actor will play Falcon in the film. That's awesome. Uh, and it has also been reported that Sebastian Stan will be back as Bucky Barnes. Oh, he can't not be, man. Winter Soldier, dude. <laughs> I know. Yeah, but he didn't Bucky fall off the train? When they uh, were... have you, did you read Winter Soldier? Do you want me to spoil it up? No, okay. no, don't, no, don't spoil okay, okay, never mind. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Uh, quotes from one of the directors, Anthony, because there are there's more than one director. I would assume it's because they have multiple units for a film this big, and then it but, has to tie in with all the yeah, yeah yeah absolutely. The question that was asked was, 
What did you love about uh, Ed Brubaker's Winter Soldier comic book story that made you say, oh yeah, I know what we can do with this? And his answer was, well, we like the story. I can't talk too much about specifics. That's the way that Marvel and Mr. Stan the Stud Lee handles things. I can say in general that there's a sort of a darker, edgier sensibility at work here that we found appealing and that is going to find its way into Captain America in the modern day. That is the most vaguest, non-specific shit ever, dude. But <laughs> he's know. right. You can't go into specifics and without... He, okay, he follows this timber the rest of the interview, but it, okay. he still kind of feeds information. It's oh, they have to be. I mean, that dude's morsels. legally bound. If he says some shit, he's not going to be on Winter Soldier anymore, so yeah. <laughs> okay, Max. So what was the next question? Uh, they also asked this dude, uh, where are you at in terms of production, and are you in active pre-production? Do you have a production start date? And he said... We have a release date, April 2014. We are going to go into production early next year. That's exciting shit. Hell yeah. Did he ask any more questions, or did uh, the interviewer? Uh, one question that may have been asked was, uh, or Ooh, this is statements that may have been made. Uh, <laughs> you see my question? Uh, one of the things I like best about Joe oh Johnson, Joe Johnson's God, fucking what, what? Uh, The Criterion Edition of Captain America Winter Captain Soldier. Captain America like to Winter Soldier. Today on Masterpiece Theater, Captain America Winter Soldier. Roll. Brace yourselves for an adaptation of what we call a graphic novel, what what, not a comic book. What what? <laughs> I love that shit, dude. I never get that. I, uh, I, I, I gotta feed my buddy Max. One of the best things I liked about Joe Johnston's Captain America is that, in part, it felt like an homage to classic war films. Uh, nobody. He better. said homage. Oh yeah. Uh, I just I was ordering some cheese, like a cheese. Say like, felt like a homage. I was like, it's, it's a fromage to classic war films. <laughs> just cheese. In uh, in. In the compositions and the tone and so forth. Uh, but as you were saying, you've got a present-day setting, and the character is going through these difficulties adjusting. Okay, so they're going to at least admit that Winter Soldier... Uh, not <laughs> yeah. admit, but you know, allow to be known that Winter Soldier takes place in the modern day. The Captain America that we saw in the Avengers, not the Captain America that we saw in the film. So this is him out of the ice, unfrozen, you know, back, you know. Gotcha. Uh, anyways. Gotcha. Anyways. Um, the character is going through uh, difficulties adjusting. What does Winter Soldier uh, have to have a... Or does Winter Soldier have to have a different tone? I mean, it can't quite revisit mood or that. It can't. You can't have the same feeling. Essentially, is what he's asking. Okay, so now, now pretend I'm Anthony Russo. I always do. I mean, I look different and everything. <laughs> I'm lethe. I'm I'm fighting fit. I no longer walk with a limp or smell like cheese. I don't smell like cheese. I'm whatever. When I eat cheese. Yeah. When I cut cheese. When yeah. I when I. <clears throat> Never mind. Sprinkle anyway, cheese. yeah. Anyway, his answer was, I have to be very careful how I answer this. <laughs> because it does border on issues of what the movie is. But yeah, he's in a very different time and place. For as well as that style worked out for his World War II experience and the origin of Cap, part of the fun of picking a guy out of one time period and plopping him down in another is that all bets are off. The whole world is different. And that's part of the struggle that the character and the challenge, and the ch of the character and the challenge that the character faces. I like that the question and the answer are the same thing. <laughs> Essentially, they're just like, yeah. are the character and the challenge going to be different? Like, I like that the character and the mm, challenge are different. See question number one. Right. <laughs> yeah. Um. There. Um. We had to put a note in here. Russo had to be mm. very closed mouth for many of the questions in this interview, since the film hasn't even entered production yet. Right. 
The cast is going to include the following. Bam! Uh, we got Scarlett Johansson as uh, the Black Widow or uh, Natasha Romanoff. Surprise, surprise. Right. Uh, returning. Of course, uh, also returning, Steve Rogers, Captain America, played by Chris Evans. The Human Torch. Hells no. yeah. Uh, Captain well, America. No, let's see. Yeah, Captain America, better film. Uh, yeah. And uh, Mr. Uh, Samuel L. Is it ja- Jax- Jackson? <laughs> yeah. No, I haven't heard of this guy, but he's, uh, he's yeah, really I playing either, Nick but Fury. I heard he likes a Royale with cheese. I heard that he has had it with these monkey-fighting snakes on this Monday to Friday <laughs> plane, man. I've had it with these motherfucking snakes on this motherfucking plane. He says, say what again, motherfucker? <laughs> I can't do it, man. Um, this last dude? Yeah, I'm really not... Uh, Is it Frank Grillo? Grillo really what what? Actually unfamiliar with the it's actor, Grillo. but not the character. Grillo? Yeah. Cool. Um, he's gonna play Brock Rumlow slash Crossbones. Crossbones. Sounds like, like a, a badass character. He is, dude. He's. I mean, he's just a lethal bad dude. Killing huh? machine. Yeah. Nasty wears a, wears evil, evil fucker. Yeah. He's like if the Punisher were uh, not uh, remotely motivated by <laughs> by good. Yeah, at all, or even a sense of vigilantism. Yeah, yeah. Um, Frank Grillo was in the short-lived ABC series The Gate. ABC series The Gates. Did you ever get to watch that? Uh, no. Was it just about like? Uh, uh, vampires, werewolves. It was fucking cool. So it wasn't about Gates, though. They lived like it wasn't behind about the... Gates. I just wanted it to be about like Bill Gates and his family. No, you know? <laughs> no, they had Gates. Okay, well they're just like, Dah! yeah, I don't know. Somebody, just his kids, and they would shit. occasionally open these gates. Oh, okay, and drive through the gates because supernatural characters live in gated communities, Some... folks. Most generally, that's where you find them. What are they... what else are they going to do with all that fucking money? Kill, Give it to me? People. Yeah. Well, no, you'd think so, but no. Spend them on wicked sweet new DVDs and Blu-rays. Graphic novels. All that good shit. <laughs> For Sean and Max. Yeah, man. Uh, obviously, tune in and fun Smacks cast. That's right. what I would do if right. I was Hey, dude. What's up? I think we found a movie for you to talk about. Oh, shit. I think we found a movie. I already... Uh, I don't even know what I'm saying. I'm talking about uh, X-Men Days of Future <laughs> Past, dude. So this is the uh, Now, the that's sequel. just a fucking cool title. Yeah. Oh, it's from directly from the comic, dude, which is awesome. This means we're going into the alternate future and shit. This means we're going to maybe see some Sentinels. This means Chris Claremont's probably getting a fucking check in the mail. Uh, it's going to be dope. Uh, are we sleeping <laughs> on it? Man, I'm just waiting on you. Okay, okay. go ahead. Uh, <laughs> just to wrap it up, uh, this thing starts filming uh, in April of 2013. Man, Brian Singer, you get, you get the next six pages, Max. Okay, I'll do it up, dude. Uh, like the micro machines, man. Just <laughs> uh, nice. in my nose. Uh, what? What? Um, this uh, microphone was not terribly cheap. I just don't want to coca size it. Right. Um, Anyway, Days of Future Past. Yeah, man. Uh, to be directed by Brian Singer and not Matt Vaughn, as we originally Fuck thought. Fuck yeah. Uh, which well, didn't, didn't Singer pull out of... Um, he did the first and first class. two X-Men. Uh, well, yeah, he probably... Because uh, he went know. to direct another film. He's still working on that Jack and the Giant Killer. I just saw a screenshot for that yeah. today. And Nicholas Holt's in that as well. Beast Boy. Yeah, okay. Yeah, wow, all right. Okay, cool. Name dropping, name dropping, yes, peel popping. No, um, okay, continue. I'm sorry. So, I'm so sorry. Set to set to start filming in uh, April of 2013. Uh, Coventry Telegraph, Telegraph has exclusively learned Coventry as in England, dude. Yes, sir. Uh, merry old London town, home of family members and shit. Yeah, but yeah, uh, you can find the coolest things. I mean, I would say that a lot of, and I'm not my brothers and sisters across the pond. I'm not trying to. 
because I love you guys. I'm a huge fucking Anglophile. Max knows that. Everybody knows that I would mm-hmm. prefer to be there. I would really want to go to England. I really do. Anyway, but their papers are just so fucking cool because they... Have they, titties on the third page? In it page three? Page they two? do sometimes. Yeah, yeah. But that wasn't what I was thinking of, Max. That's what I was thinking of. Just <laughs> That's, I'm thinking about it right now. Every newspaper... Titties. It's readable. And then you get titties. Yes. No, but you're right. I mean, they have legitimate, like, cool I don't call them, I like, call them breast assist. That's cool. Yeah. That's, I like that, too. They have those also. Uh, X-Men Days of Future Past, initially due to shoot in January, but uh, Simon Kinberg, the writer-producer, had recently referred in more general terms to production getting underway sometime in the spring. So shit getting pushed back, but... Um, they're in preparation so for it, what, man. What did Singer pull out? And go to that we talked about this last week, didn't we? Or was that not Brian Singer? No, no. Uh, Matt Vaughn pulled out, and he uh, Vaughn. I'm sorry. Although yeah. he was still he was still like heavily involved in the I think the writing and perhaps pre production of the film. Gotcha. Uh, and just the setup of it. I mean, obviously he can set you it find up it with, in your heart uh, to forgive me, please? Yeah, yeah, let's do it. Thanks. Okay, I'm continue on. Um, you but, got a fucking uh, lot of shit to cover, yeah, man. <laughs> uh, but they're also see why about, I took Captain America. Yeah. Now, once I turned the page, I did. Uh, I Matt Vaughn, uh, they're talking about for uh, Star Wars, dude. So, uh, mm, mm, mm-hmm. oh, And as we see later on down here, that's why he possibly stepped out of the film. Uh, oh, and he's doing a uh, adaptation of Mark Miller's Secret Service, which is a very recent uh, comic book, wherein somebody murders Mark Hamill in the first few pages. What? Yeah, it happened. What? what? Just, just a little teaser, man. What, what, what? What, what? <laughs> uh, That's fucked up. Yeah. As real you shit. know, Max Cashon tends to say. Um, well, which means he might be working with Mark Hamill a couple of times if they cast Mark Hamill as Mark Hamill. It's fucking dude. big news, man. Yeah. So like Hamill it. got married, right? Did he? Mark Hamill? Really? That shit happen? I thought he did, like but maybe not. Okay. Who's going to marry him anyway? I'd marry him right now. Why would I bring that up? Huh? I mean, what's the fucking point? It, anyway, podcast, go, go ahead, Max. Wrap it's this your shit thing. Up. Do what you <laughs> want to do. do. I can't tell you who to suck, suck it to. to. It's your thing. I can't wow. hit them high notes like Ron Isley, though, dude. Shit. <laughs> uh, fucking big ups to Ron Isley. Uh, uh, Isley Brothers? And Jasper Isley. And Ernie Isley. And the other Isleys. Yeah. Uh... And all the little Isleys. Yes. Which, there's got to be a shit ton of little Wherever they may be. What, what? Uh, there's one right behind you, man. Uh, tiny Isley just ready to strike. Um, no, uh, so this is totally based on uh, the old, uh, I believe, the Claremont book, uh, which is a, like a dystopian future ruled by uh, mutant hunting robots called the Sentinels and their creator, Boulevard Trask, who was a dick cheese. But, and Chris, uh, Chris Claremont's fucking kick-ass. Oh, he totally is, man. He wrote some of the sweetest uh, storylines. X-Men God Loves Man Kills. Yes, yeah, fucking great. Uh, so this ought to be super sweet. I know that Mark Miller... Dude, you're not his, even uh, pulling this from the material. No, I'm just this pulling this out This is all memory. I'm fucking freaking out here. Uh, you're uh, like some kind of savant. I don't know about all that, but uh, <laughs> that sounds, uh, sounds a little... I don't know. Should I, be, should I be offended? No. Uh, <laughs> no. I won't be offended. You're like the rain uh, mankind. <laughs> no. Yeah, man. No, or I'm, I'm just like, yeah, yeah, definitely Claremont. Yeah, yeah. definitely. Yeah, definitely Wheel Sentinels. of Fortune. Wheel of Fortune. Definitely, uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> but Mark Miller's involved in a lot of this shit, so he's, he's like, uh, he's, 
also sort of keeping their Marvel cred intact and shit, and sort of overseeing the the Marvelness of the you know for a non Marvel Studios film, uh, keeping the X Men straight and shit, which is awesome. Yeah, uh, Miller told the comic book resources we thought that Matthew was going to do X Men first, but we found out there are actually a few uh, imitators of Secret Service in the works. Imitators. Uh, there are three other projects I know of about a James Bond kind of guy getting uh, taking a street kid and turning him into a spy. Yeah, okay, so that was Secret Service, which I read the first couple issues of and need to finish up. Um, so Matt and I said, "Fuck this, man. We're not uh, we're not letting anybody steal our ideas." Uh, but it looks like also that Richard Donner is a producer on the X Men flick. Is that correct? To confirm. Mm-hmm. Is he? That's Think awesome, so. man. Richard Donner, super pimps. Yeah, brought us brought us Superman, dude. I'm sorry, man. It was a long fucking day. Yeah. You know I what I'm saying? Cool. Microphones fucking falling everywhere. Yeah. The sky. <sighs> Everything was falling. Uh, so who's in that Richard bitch in cast, dude? dude? I know. Richard Donner. Believe it or not. And I put that in all caps. Did you notice that? Because Richard Donner's the bomb diggity. He is. He really is, dude. And he, he, he recently wrote some, uh, like, a Superman story with uh, Jeff Johns also. Uh, you can read the DC comics. Fucking That's awesome. fucking crazy. Uh, the dude's, he's never going to stop until they... No. And I mean, really, like, the new Zack Snyder Superman's going to be loosely a remake of the Richard Donner Superman. Anyway, uh, let's talk about Superman, not X-Men. I'm just kidding. Uh, briefly though, man, in the cast for the flick coming up here, we got uh, Jennifer Lawrence yep. reprising her role. Thumping me. Uh, they got her as Mystique or uh, Raven. No, there's not. There's not a lot of change between this and uh, and uh, First Class. No, there? but the cool thing is like shit can happen here because it is an alternate future. Motherfuckers could die. They don't really die in the continuity. That's that's the reason mm-hmm. to venture into these sort of things, which you know, kind of yeah, whatever. It's comic booky. Uh, <laughs> but she'll be uh, Mystique and or Raven Darkholm. Uh, we got Fastbender up in this bitch as uh, Magneto or uh, Eric Lynchair, however you say that. Uh, James McAvoy will be uh, Charles Xavier again, Professor X, and uh, Jason Fleming as uh, Azazel. Azazel. Which and, Azazel uh, was fucking yeah, a cool He was pretty dope, dude. Uh, and uh, Kevin Bacon as Sebastian Shaw. No, I'm just kidding. He's obviously not coming back, man. That dude had a, a moment <laughs> of finality. Uh, and I think we can skip ahead to Doctor Who because the next note in here is about Girl with the Dragon Tattoo. <laughs> Let's talk about that, man. I haven't heard much about it. Girl but, with the uh, Dragon Tattoo. Apparently they've done a graphic novel. So if you the, had uh, money, would you buy that motherfucker? You know, I, I would probably get that right away, man. I really just uh, don't care for the art that much, but the, I just want to hear the story for the fact Doctor Who. Let's Doctor do Who. Let's do that. Who what? Well, uh, Doctor Who, man. To quote Neil Gaiman from the uh, RadioTimes.com, uh, he said, Stephen Moffat asked me to make the Cybermen scary again. Uh, until the 1960s, Cybermen is, uh, insp- or, uh, he used 1960s Cybermen as inspiration for the new episode. Uh, we talked about this a little bit on the last cast, man. <laughs> but uh, he feels that they're scarier than Daleks because they were quiet. They were silent. And I think we mentioned that a little bit, too. But Daleks, you know, announced themselves yeah. essentially by... Uh, Exterminate! That's right. Exterminate! There's one is in the bunker good? right is now. Is that a good Dalek? I thought yeah. there were... Is there not a Dalek? No, no. Okay. Oh, sh- about, yeah. I mean... <laughs> Hold on, uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna go change my pants because uh, I shit all the way up my pants. back. Oh, uh, woo. Yeah, yeah, anyway, it's just at the be... back of his neck instead. Of... Um, uh, he's gonna be smelly. Cyberman, dude. Stealthy, stealthy is what he's focusing on. The the stealthitude of a Cyberman. Uh, he declined to share plot <laughs> details, but we already learned, and I think spoke a little bit about uh, uh, our homeboy uh, Warwick Davis being up in that piece. That's Wicked the Ewok, dude. Did you see him uh, p- 
putting out put some tweets out there today. Who did? Warwick Davis. No, but that's awesome. I'm talking about the leprechaun. Um, God damn it! Hey man, you know I don't necessarily think that that was his proudest moment of work. I can no, be wrong. No, but it's, it's still, dude. Uh, yeah, I know. Um, my older boys used to tease my son. I'm the leprechaun. Yeah, they'd say, "I want me gold." <laughs> He'd go to school and fucking tell his teachers about it. Yeah, Warwick Davis. Um, just finished my first day's filming on Doctor Who. Awesome. This was seven seven days ago. It's been my ambition for years. And to top it all, there are Cybermen in this episode. Hell yeah. I just wanted him to be a tiny Cyberman, though. You know what I'm saying? Just like a little... You yeah. Did, uh, yeah. But he's yeah. not, I don't think. Hmm. Uh. All right, here's why you can't clown Leprechaun and shit. Because did you ever, for like two seconds watching a Leprechaun movie, believe that he didn't want his gold? No. He wanted that fucking gold, dude, <laughs> he, and you knew it, he and didn't he want, played it. He, he didn't want to stop it. and get a burrito no. at the quick shop. No. Gold. Gold, gold or shit. nothing. So, fine acting, in my opinion. My Plus, he was in Willow, dude. He was fucking Willow. If you think about it, Warwick Davis did a great job. I think he was just a little overworked in the... In yeah. the yeah, late in the 80s. I always wanted to write a musical about uh, his, his uh, Ewok, his particular Ewok and shit. We could call it Wicket the Musical. You know what I'm saying? Uh, not to be confused with the current Broadway sensation or whatever. Uh, but uh, yeah, man, so we got it. Oh, 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 that's two in a row. Two in a row, ladies and gentlemen. Craig. I'm trying like a motherfucker to break my microphone. It's cool. You haven't done it, though. I mean, I don't know. You know Dude, I am tired. Uh, that's all right, man. We're hitting like an hour, man. You want to you wrap this bitch up? Um, let's burn through some shit here. All right. Um, you want to mummify this shit? <laughs> no. Okay. You got, um, so you, you talked about Guy, uh, Gaiman's quotation, um, the Christmas special. Yeah. How about dude. the Christmas special? Oh, well, yeah, firstly, man, I just learned today there's going to be a little, uh, webisode or something coming out maybe this Friday. I can't remember the exact date, but check it out online. Uh, a little precursor to the to the Christmas special, which should be pretty sweet. Awesome. A little, little teaser for it. Keep us all uh, interested. I'd love As it though they, we weren't. The Christmas episode's such a good idea, man. I've always yeah. loved it. But... Oh, dude, I'm watching the previous ones with the family, like, year, year to year, I think. You know what I mean? Like, that's going to be the new... Uh, I'm not going to be watching Christmas Story 2, as we already talked about on the previous <laughs> cast, so we'll be watching some Doctor Who's for Shoesy. Uh... Uh, Christmas special, we'll see Doctor Who swapping the red fez for a dusty top hat, man, and we'll reunite the Doctor with cohorts from season six, or series six, right? Hell yeah, check this lineup. Really? This is dope. Uh, we got Madame Vastra, Nev McIntosh, mm-hmm. uh, we got Jenny, uh, who was Jenny in there? Uh, Catherine Stewart? Mm-hmm. Was she, which one was she from, you know? She was Jenny. Oh, yeah, of course, Jenny. Uh, and then also, uh... <laughs> Uh, Commander Strax, man, played by Dan Starkey. So we're yep. going to see some uh, some cool folks from previous. I, episodes. I like it when they revisit episodes. Yeah, and you know what? Faces. When you're a Time Lord mm. and you got a fucking TARDIS, you can do that anytime you want. Yeah, to. man. The rules. I mean, as long as you're not crossing streams. Yeah. Time, time, <laughs> time streams. Man, I tried. Uh, you know, hey, man. I I learned all my important life lessons from Ghostbusters and <laughs> yeah. shit. Also, I, I am a god. In case you were wondering, uh, <laughs> I am a god. Uh, um. We're going to see Jenna Louise Coleman. Man. Yeah. Old Oswin or Clara or whoever she is up in here. Uh, I'm more excited nice. about, as far as the special goes, because Jenna Louise Coleman's going to join us for the entire next season. Yeah. And who knows how many seasons after that. But 
in the Christmas special, Richard E. Grant. Returning. Fuck yeah. He's going to play a villainous role, quote unquote. And according to Matt Smith, he played it brilliantly. And, uh, oh my goodness. Um, a summary of the special, according to Matt Smith, goes, uh, you know, as thus or thusly. Quote, aliens, goodwill, good cheer, someone trying to take over the world. Hopefully it makes for good Christmas Day telly. I can't imagine it won't, dude. It's <laughs> going to be wonderful. Unquote. And scene. Uh, um, regarding worries, he, yeah, regarding worries that he may be typecast following his tenure as a doctor, which I would think they all have to worry about to some extent. But yeah, he said, and I said, and I quote, and he said, um, "Damn it, <laughs> there are bigger things to worry about than being typecast. If people want to typecast me, they can." I can sit and have me egg sandwich and not really give a damn about it. It's up to others. He just literally untypecast himself right there by not talking about fish fingers and custard, man. He's having an egg sandwich. Don't do it. You're <laughs> going to do it. I'm trying to save you on it. Uh, <laughs> don't you do it. Don't you do it again, you uh, dumb son of a bitch. <laughs> hey, man, you like to see like 50 action stars in one flick? Hell yeah, you do. The Expendables 2, man, directed by Simon West, with Stallone, Liam Hemsworth, Randy Couture. Yeah, these are upcoming DVD and Blu-ray releases. I didn't even give the header. I'm just going to start <laughs> rambling about it. burning up yeah. the shit. But yeah. anyway, these come out on the 20th, so next Tuesday. It's about to get real, folks. And I actually saw this in the theaters, believe Did it or really? not. Was it dope? Yeah, with my uh, daughter's dickheaded ex-boyfriend. Woo! about to send the Expendables 2 after that motherfucker. But I, I wish... Oh, I, I, oh, I fucking... Him. I wish I could. Him. And just yeah. give him a kill order. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but it's got Statham, dude. Did you have to see it? No, or, you I saw the first it. one, didn't you? Nope. They're funny. I hate to admit it. I want to. I mean, I really... like. I have nothing against it. I'm going to check it out. I just, Dolph Lundgren uh, is hilarious, man. Dude, Dolph Lundgren is a fucking genius, man. I know. MIT, right? Do, yeah, do we do this on a cast already? Um, Dolph Lundgren is a scholar, a gentleman we might have. and a scholar. Yeah, and he I will break know. you. <laughs> no, I must break you. That's fucking awesome, dude. Yeah, that and was, he was cool. He Man, which wasn't very good, but he was He Man. No, they're he... gonna remake. They're gonna do another He Man. That's some shit. That's happening. There's really? like a Masters of the Universe project. I mean, it's not guaranteed, but it's it's out there. It's been optioned. It's it's maybe happening. So uh, who you want for Skeletor? That's what I want to know. Um, is Frank Langella still around? No. Abe Vigoda. That's <laughs> saying the role of Skeletor. That'd be dope, man. That'd no. Awesome. No, no, no. Fuck yeah. Have you seen 50-50, the movie with uh, Seth Rogen? And, no, uh, but I want to. Yeah, with uh, <laughs> Joseph Gordon-Levitt. Yeah, okay. In the movie, you know, Joseph Gordon-Levitt uh, contracts cancer. Yeah. And spoiler alert, spoiler alert, but cancer. Uh, his girlfriend... Played by the beautiful Bryce Dallas Howard, decides to give him a pet to cheer him up. Sweet. <laughs> she gets him a retired greyhound, and he's like, "Does he have a name?" She's like, "Yeah, his name is Skeletor." <laughs> awesome. He's just like all ribs and stuff. Sweet. Just, just yeah. a rib cage with some ears attached. Okay, but here, this is a good question: Who would play Skeletor? Do you know if they've cast it yet? No, I don't think. I mean, I think it's 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 out there. It's sort of floating, you know. But it's something that's being talked about. I don't think there's really any what cast lined up. What about He Man? Uh, shit, I don't even know how you cast He Man because like it depends on how they want to go with it. If you want to go classic, where the dude just has like a yellow bow oh. cut and shit, like 
cast Dolph Lundgren. Don't, shit. don't they usually at least have the primary star? Lined yeah, up? it's got to be. I mean, frankly, like uh, fucking Thor. They could do Hemsworth. Already, yeah, yeah, I was gonna say if he wasn't already <laughs> oh, iconically Thor, creepy. you know. Uh, shit, but now nah, it's got to be. Maybe they go for the. I think next week like we're gonna bolt my microphone to the desk. Okay, I just cool. had a very long, tiring day. Yeah, it's cool, man. We'll just get uh, she, she's uh, but for Skeletor, I don't know. I like, I like it. Think because, on that. Yeah. Um, maybe we'll, we'll revisit that. Yeah, but I dig it. Skeletor. Yeah. Hello, he man. He just sounded like a Ooh, douche. You know? Fucking hell. Yeah. Maybe uh, Max Brown for Skeletor. You know what's fucked up with He Man and stuff? Like when I was watching it, like when I was a kid, I used to watch He Man. I always wanted to be Man at Arms. Oh, Man at Arms was a pimp. He was cooler than He Man. His daughter, Tila, was. Oh, Wait a second. That don't, don't go there. <laughs> like, I just wanted to be Man at Arms because no. uh, <laughs> I just meant she was nice to look at. Yeah, mm-hmm. and she was a, a, a worthy warrior of uh, fucking Grayskull and shit. But, uh, yeah, I don't know, man. Like, uh, uh, fuck it, man. We'll come back to you, man. I'm sorry, dude. It's cool. Yeah, we've got to get. I'm sorry, folks, because I'm tired. I keep trying to crash my fucking microphone. He does. But, anyway, uh, how about this next film? Which isn't a film, it is a DVD or Blu ray release, and I'm fucking excited about this because. This is also on the 20th, Game of Thrones, the complete first season. Yes, first season. Right. Blu-ray slash DVD combo plus digital copy dot 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 or ellipsis collector's edition. Instant fucking erection. Bone on. (laughs) Dude, yeah, because they're going to supply you with at least one ball in that they're giving you a fucking (laughs) dragon's egg. Yeah, Yeah. a dragon's egg paperweight. Hell yeah. You don't know that it's a paperweight. You don't know that's a paperweight until you just like pull out a thing of Aquanet and shit and just a Zippo and spray that shit down. You know what I mean? You bathe that thing in fire. You don't know what's popping out. You pick that shit up and you're like, yeah. this is heavy as hell. This thing must be worth a lot of money. You're probably just going to start a house fire, but you might birth a dragon. That's all I'm saying. Also, you have to kill somebody close to you that you love, like maybe Cal Drogo and shit, or just your, your husband. I volunteer. Uh, <laughs> um, somebody murders their husband. Smacks can't suit Yeah. Um... Limited edition set offers Blu-ray slash DVD combo and digital copy versions of the first season of the series and more. The collector's box set is adorned with the sigils of the four main houses. Oh, that's sweet, yeah. And comes with a premium dragon egg and paper. It's a paperweight. A Blu-ray bonus disc of the first episode of season two, as well as all of the bonus materials and interactive features from the original DVD and Blu-ray releases. That's cool. <sighs> Sweet. Hell yeah. And a, and fucking a, cool. And a dire wolf. <laughs> that is that a let that sit. And a second. dire wolf. You also get an ownership of a dire wolf. It's fucking sweet. Uh, hey man, you you seen that? Uh, you seen that? Who said and shit? It's looking ridiculous. It's like everything up to this point. You get. I know, uh, but. I mean, they give you... Well, they do give you the 11th Doctor Sonic Screwdriver. I kind of like David yeah. Tennant's Sonic Screwdriver. I know, that's the thing. Like, I've, I, we've had them in the store, the uh, the Matt Smith one and shit, and it's hip. But I want that blue light, dude. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, uh, I know, because what, Matt's doesn't uh, have a light, does it? No, but it's green. He does. It's that greenish light. You that's know? right. And it's cool, too. You mean it's the one that's the on the cover of every fucking yes. movie? That one. Yeah, but it's like they're bundling every... This is really fucking cool for any fan, but... Like, for me, I already have a bunch of the Blu-rays and DVDs, yeah. so 
I would pick the good shit and take it like the sonic screwdriver. Yeah. And, you know, yada yada. But I still I want that remote one, though, man. The one from ThinkGeek or whatever for, like, 100 bucks. It's a fucking infrared remote for up oh, to 13 really? devices in your house where huh. you, like, control it with gestures. Like, you become a doctor. No, did I not So is it, like, a big, heavy-ass, uh, like, so does it have some substantial weight to it? I imagine so, dude. It's totally, like, you know. You said ThinkGeek.com. Metal and stuff. Yeah, I think it's on ThinkGeek.com. Uh, amongst other places, but I mean, this is this is a thing where like it doesn't have buttons because the sonic screwdriver doesn't have buttons, but you program gestures and shit. So I mean, you like swirl your hand and the volume goes up on your TV. You're... You shake it back and forth and the channel changes, but you have to program these gestures. So I mean, you essentially become the doctor at your pad and shit. It's this Ooh. thing. It's that ninety nine, ninety five, and it's the Matt fucking... Smith with the green light. That's fucking gorgeous, man. Dude, it's beautiful. And like, I just want to. Like... Have you seen the real thing or? Uh-uh, or... I just saw oh. it online. I haven't even felt it. Oh, it's heft. dude. Uh, yeah, it's it's fucking sweet, and it says hand polished, like, copper plated, die cast metal construction. Up to thirteen devices in your home with this shit. My fucking god! So you could like, I just want to buy an infrared toaster so I could fucking make toast with a sonic <laughs> screwdriver. You know what I mean? I would try to get as much shit as possible. And you can also fuck up some Daleks with that bad oh, boy. Oh hell yeah, man! Uh, shut them down. Uh, you can exterminate the exterminators, man. Uh. <laughs> So anyway, sweet who's that coming out? But I oh dude, I want that fucking screwdriver. We need to we need to hook you up with some uh, some who DVDs though, dude. Yeah, you gotta. I like that it just says fashionable. Like you could just have it chilling out of your suit pocket and shit. You know, like carry it to work with me all yeah. the time. Get fucking thrown in the in the jail. For... Take it to any black tie party <laughs> and make toast for motherfuckers. Yeah, and shit. scare the shit out of people. Uh, hey when man. their cell phone goes off, you think it's a Dalek, and you like totally Sonic those motherfuckers, and it fries in their pocket, <laughs> also lighting them on fire, cool, also cool. proving that you're a Targaryen. Hey, uh, yes, hey, sir. hey, hey! What about November the twenty seventh, dude? Anything? I thought you were getting into like a Ramon song and shit for a minute. <laughs> uh, Gavin, Gavin, what hey. I like about you? Uh, some uh, you hold me uh, tight, kinks. <laughs> We did a Kinks thing, motherfucker, too. Uh, Kinks. Isn't that the Kinks? What I like about you? Ray no, Davis? I thought that uh, was Ray Davies. No? I'm going to swoop in there like fucking Superman. I'm not going to. Like not Richard Donner Superman. <laughs> uh, trying to tie back in, man. On 1127, we got uh, Men in Black number three with uh, Lady Gaga and probably some other people. <laughs> I think there's actors there. No, uh, directed by Barry Sonnenfeld, who did the first two. Uh, of course, starring Will Smith, a little bit of Tommy Lee Jones, and a little bit of Josh Brolin being Tommy Lee Jones, which I heard he did an awesome job of, but I haven't seen. Um, this looks like it's going to be fun, dude. Um, where it is, Agent, Agent J travels in time to MIB's early years in the 60s to stop an alien from assassinating his friend, Agent K. Yeah, so you get all kinds of like fun, and changing culture, history, time travel stuff, you know. We like time travel stuff. It's always cool, man. Lawless with the uh, fucking Bane. Basalo, basalo, tisha, tisha. It's gonna be dope. Basalo, basalo, tisha, tisha. I do want to see Lawless though, dude. Yeah, it looks good, man. This twenties uh, bootleg crime. You haven't flip. happened to see that, have you? No, but it's got Shia LaBeouf in it, and it's got Guy Pearce. Man, don't be dissing Shia. That's his name, Shia LaBeouf, right? LaBeouf. But he is kind of um, whatever, man. I'm kind uh-huh. of mad about the Shia LaBeouf. Uh, but a bit, 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 bit. Save. Uh, and also some flick called The Day that Put I never even heard of. Back. Dude, I'm just saying, God the damn it. The crash, okay, yeah, go ahead. Um, The Day looked really fucking cool, dude. 
Um, really? It's kind of an obscure film, but directed by uh, Douglas Arniokoski. Uh, Arniokoski, starring Sean Ashmore, who was, was in yeah. X-Men. Yeah, um, for sure. He was Iceman, I think, right? Right. Uh, Dominic Monaghan, who played uh, Pippin. Yeah, no, Mary. was on uh, Mary. fucking uh, Lost, too. Mm, yeah, but many a Doc Brandybuck. Hell yeah, man. And the dude Ash- from Drive Shaft. Ashley Bell. Lost, dude. And Ashley Bell. Uh, Michael Eklund? Who's Michael Eklund? That name's familiar. I don't know. I'm not even sure. Uh, I'm afraid to answer one more. Don't do it. Anyway, read the summary, would you? Uh, hey, man, a group of five people. Uh, <laughs> I was to start with like, hey, man. <laughs> uh, a group of five people working to stay alive in post-apocalyptic future discover the, uh, what they think is a safe abandoned farmhouse. As we know from The Walking Dead, no farmhouse is safe nope, or abandoned. No, nope. only bunkers, my yeah, friends. Dude. We are so all about this poke apocalyptic shit. Yeah, it is kind of everything nowadays. It's, <laughs> we're focusing on. Uh, yeah, man. Actually, that reminds me of some other. So, do they find themselves fighting to stay alive? No, I don't. I think they just uh, hang out and like roast marshmallows and. Do what shit about predators? Are they bloodthirsty or not? Uh, they watch predators, yeah, and then they eat the marshmallows. And uh, no, uh, yeah, apparently a, a gang of bloodthirsty predators attack them in this uh, previously supposed abandoned farmhouse, uh, and that is the plot of that there film. So I haven't even heard of that, man. That sounds pretty chill, dude. It was shot uh, in 2011. I'm surprised it. I don't some, know. Some old I don't, shit you know that how that works to release? as no. far as release for DVD. Because you see that happen more and more. Some of those they take on like that circuit for a while. So it's either like a horror short film circuit or, uh, you know, obviously the bigger like uh, Sun Sundance and shit like that. And it makes the rounds for a couple of years and then it gets a release. But, uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you thought I was going down. You totally were, <laughs> Hey, we're at the end of our shit here, dude. But let's burn through this shit. We've got... Upcoming sci-fi movies in 2013, which I'm fucking stoked oh, about. Oh, man. This one, maybe not as much, but Hansel and Gretel Witch Hunters. Right. The plot uh, is 15 years after their traumatic gingerbread house incident. <laughs> I have a hard time reading this with a straight face. Yeah. Siblings Hansel and Gretel have become a formidable team of bounty hunters. Attack and kill witches all over the world. This sounds like a trauma flick, dude. It sounds like the Toxic Avengers should pop up. Sure shit, shit does. You know? And it's but got, it yeah, d- the director is Tommy Vircola. Yeah. Rather than Tommy Yurkola. And Jeremy Renner. Ricola. I've got to say, I may buy this fucking movie when it comes out on DVD three years from now simply because of this next actress. Oh, uh, Gemma Arterton. Gemma, oh, say it again. Gemma Arterton. Uh, Arterton. One more time. Gemma Arterton. Uh, and Famke Jensen, dude. I'm in love, though. Jean Grey. Famke Jensen, Famke. she's bad. Yeah, not she's as bad. Her, as Thomas Jim. Mann, Peter fucking Stormare. That we saw in a preview for something where we what were the hell like is Zoe Bell in though? I can't remember. Uh, oh, she's the stunt chick that was. Uh, she was Uma Thurman's stunt chick on uh, Kill Bill. She's a super badass. She was in the sweet ass web series that was like co-authored by uh, Ed Brubaker, who did the Winter Soldier, which was like, super dope. Uh, and then also Doug Jones was in there. Anyway, she's a, she's a stunt chick turned actress. This could uh, turn out to be a surprise. What do you think? Uh, it could be cool. I don't know, but I mean, it, you know. No, I heard uh, I heard some rattle. people around Orifice. Uh, Chatting about this next one. Warm Bodies. Um, After a zombie becomes involved with the girlfriend of one of his victims, their romance sets in motion a sequence of events 
that might transform the entire lifeless world. No shit. So in a world <laughs> where we have like vampire romances, they made a zombie romance finally. This is the this is the zombie Twilight where like a chick falls for a zombie. And she's like, I know what you are, and he's all like, <laughs> and she's like, zombie. <laughs> <laughs> you love me for my body, my brain. He's like, I love you for your brains, baby. <laughs> Fork. You're right. Anyway, uh, director uh, Jonathan Levine, and I've heard of him yeah, from himself. I can't remember. Stuff, we need sure. to IMDb Jonathan eventually. I think that dude has cred, but yeah. Right now, though, before my head, you know, like plows through the desk. Yes. Let's move on to stars. Who stars in this motherfucker? Uh, man, we got Nicholas Holt. Hell yeah. Uh, Teresa Palmer. Uh, fucking John Malkovich, dude. Uh, and Dave Franco, brother to James Franco. It's awesome. Yes, he's Dave. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, okay. I couldn't tell whether you were fucking with me. No, he not. really is. He was in that 21 Jump Street flick and shit, but he's James Franco's yeah. little bro. He's Frank uh, um, bro. Cool. Well, it has a January, uh, the 1st of February release date, 2013, my brother. There's going to be some good flicks coming. Oh, Next shit. one. I... Frankenstein. Hell yeah. Frankenstein's, uh, the plot is Frankenstein's creature finds himself caught in an all-out centuries-old war between two immortal clans. Directed by Stuart Beatty, starring Aaron Eckhart. Yes. Yvonne Strahovski. Hell yeah. Hell yes. Bill Nye. Fuck Hell yes. Hell to the yes, dude. Bill Nye is my fucking dude. I love that guy, man. I know. He's he awesome. was the science guy. He like taught us all that. I'm just kidding. Bill Nye from uh, you know the uh, Bill Nye yeah. the science guy. No, this Bill is Bill Nye. Bill Nye, Nye man. From the octopus face from dude. the blockbuster film Love, actually. Yeah, but also from like Shaun of the Dead, man. He was Philip. They got to borrow the jack and shit. He was super. Um, dead. you've got red on you. He was Slarty Bartfast or whatever from uh, <laughs> fucking. Uh, I don't think I said that right, but uh, you know what I'm talking about from uh, yeah from Hitchhiker's uh, Guide. Yeah, and He's, and. And also, um, Underworld, man. Also, yeah, fucking Victor, right? He was, yeah. And uh, we got a little Underworld tie-in info on here, because uh looks like if the uh, the story for this sounds a little familiar, it's probably because it was co-written by Kevin Grevue. Who played the big-ass lichen from Did the really? first, like, yep. Whoa, okay. He, the, the werewolf with the huge, deep voice. The, and he co-wrote the flick and shit? Really? Whoa, man. I've heard on? him interviewed. He's fucking... Dude is a stud. Go, He's awesome. Go that dude. Does he sound like that in regular life? Yeah. Just like, he's just like, my involvement my in name the is film was... Kevin Did they make him do a Kurgan and shit? <laughs> no, they're like, okay, Kevin, for the next five seconds, scream like a bitch. And he was like, oh. Nice. Um, okay, Kevin, give us a big, your mother sucks cocks in hell. And he was all like, your mother sucks cocks in her. You know who that, that doesn't sound. That sounds like uh, your mother. That sounds like Stallone. And um, shit. Max. What's happening? Give us a proper. Your mother sucks cocks in hell. Your mother sucks cocks in hell, guys. <laughs> I had to holler at Isaac about that shit. I was like, "What is the priest's name?" Karis, man. Dude, Karis. I am just. I, my ringtone on my phone just got changed. Yeah. So call it's this gonna dude. It's going to be over and over again. Your mother sucks in, cocks yeah. in hell. Your mother sucks cocks. Call this dude when he's at church. Call this dude when he's. I like, don't go to church. Last who, time I went, does, I started man? to uh, combust. Yeah. Uh, call this dude pretty. when he's at a family gathering of some sort. Call no, this dude when he's at no. like. No. On a good Saturday night, there's always a fucking rollicking animal sacrifice taking place go. somewhere. 
Well, and if you, you can't find that, that, you find yeah. the biggest dickhead bully in the neighborhood and just fuck him up. Yeah. Cool. But anyway, you Fucking didn't know Ripperton, about Kevin. That's how you fuck up. How do you think that's pronounced? Kevin Grieve... Grievous? Review? Grievous? I like Grievous. General Kevin Grievous from uh, Little Star Wars. is not there. Uh, I think Grievous. Grievous. Yeah. Grievous. No, no, no. Um, yeah. Grievois. No, you're right. All, right. All of them. I think he accepts everyone. Uh, do we also got Elysium coming and shit from uh, Neil Blomkamp? We kind of touched on that a little bit before we started talking about Matt Damon and shit. But uh, this is set in the year twenty one fifty nine, where the very wealthy live on a man made space station, while the rest of the population reside on a ruined Earth. Uh, dude takes on a mission that could bring equality to the polarized worlds. This so, sounds fucking cool. Yeah, uh, was... Neil Blomkamp. We got uh... South African Canadian uh, of District Nine fan. Yep. Starring Matt Damon, Jodie Foster, Charlotte Copley, dude. Hell yeah. And Alice Braga, who's fucking cool. She was in Red Belt, and yeah. um, she was in the uh, Predators, yeah. where they're dropped on the planet. Yeah. And With the alien, fuck, uh, yeah. alien Brody and fucking... Fucking awesome. Uh, yeah, okay. Cool. She's cool. She's a good actress. Right, Rodriguez. Please. Um... Uh, remind me not to fuck with her, you know? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, that would yeah. be getting the shit beat out of me by a chick again. Anyway. Um, that would be a Thursday, not a Wednesday. Uh, and then also uh, Oz, the great and powerful dude, I'm the Sam weep. Raimi flick. Sam Raimi, man, cast James Franco. Did you notice? You had already burned out of the theater when we were at uh, Skyfall the other night. And yeah. I was like, Max, Max. <laughs> Did you see they had the promo set up for uh, Oz the Great and Powerful? No. No. In like the long hallway between the John and the front of the store. Oh, maybe was it just a poster with a balloon on it and shit? That was a big fucking promo. It was set oh, up no. in the middle okay, of no. the floor. That's awesome. It was like as tall as the, the door jam or whatever, but uh, yeah, I understand how you missed it. Dig it. Well, I was in a <laughs> rush to go. I know. Yeah. I know. You wanted to puff puff. Yeah. On some but, chips. What's uh, funny is when you look at the promo, if you get up close, it fucking totally looks like Timothy Oliphant. Oliphant. Franco does? Well, in the on the poster. Okay. In the because they've got him in the balloon, you know. Hey man, that's that's justifiable. And it's a law. It's a. I'm <laughs> Fuck it. Uh, yeah. He pulled first. It's a distant shot. So anyway, it's fucking cool. Um, cool. Just like, you know, when we talked to our buddy Mark about recommending um, graphic novels for his daughter, Christmas. Yeah. yeah. The Oz books are, they're fucking making a comeback. Oh, yeah, I was super jealous of that particular recommendation from you to him because you mentioned the uh, the Scotty Young, uh, was it the Oz books or whatever? Scotty Young uh, and Eric Schenauer maybe or something. But uh, they, they, Scotty Young did an awesome job. Dude, his art's fucking ridiculous. Uh, he's got like a really cool style that's like rough and polished at the same time and like a little squiggly, but uh, yeah, that was it was a good grab. I don't now know. Now I'm just <laughs> fucking with you. Like the dude's gonna I don't even know. I don't know what's real anymore, dude. I took like the wrong pill, and so I'm just like. Did you uh, already mention who's directing this film? Uh, hell's maybe I did. It's Sam Raimi, bitches. Yes. Uh, yeah, Sam Raimi. Bitches. Too. Always rock solid. Yes, you are not bitches, listeners. We're talking to each other. Yeah, it was just the, um, <laughs> the royal bitches. Eighth of March release date uh, with uh, James Franco, man. Michelle brother Williams, of, brother of Dave Franco. I don't know if yeah. you knew that, but uh, <laughs> never really. Michelle uh, Williams, Rachel, uh, sister Rachel of Barry Weiss. Williams. Yeah, totally. Um, Rachel Weiss. 
I'm sibling thinking about the Brady Bunch now. I'm sorry. Uh, yeah, Rachel Weisz <laughs> and uh, Mila Kunis, which is Latin for cunt. It really is. Uh, anyway, yeah, all of them playing witches, and there's a rumor online that uh, the wizard James Franco may, uh, in fact, be be boning all of them. Are you messing with me now? You are. Uh, that, 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 <laughs> man. <laughs> I just, I don't even know what's real anymore, dude. One more time. I can't, yeah. I'm sorry, continue with your rumor. Uh, but anyway, the the release date for that thing is uh, March 8th, dude, of uh, this year, I believe, so. You went um, too fast that time, so I need Next year. Of, uh, or yeah, 2013, I'm sorry, March, obviously. That would be a trick. 2012. Hop uh, in that fucking TARDIS. It's a trick. Crank it up. Yeah, that's right. Anyway, dude, we're getting there, but. Um, with the poppers popping, the break The last break. one. I'm going to let you cover this motherfucker. Because uh, yeah. I'm sure, I'm almost certain no one has heard of this film. Uh, this is a little movie called Carrie. It's uh, based on some novel that a guy wrote. Uh, <laughs> I think this is about, um, you know, just girls having a good time at school and, and being just really getting along. You know, this is a family <laughs> we're, film. We're right about it, our uh, average, Maxie. Yeah, I think you're right. We're, we're, shit, we're tipping the scales, dude. Uh, Carrie, man, a remake of Stephen King's Carrie, uh, directed in this time by uh, Kimberly Pierce, who I'm not familiar with. Another remake, but this sounds kind of interesting. It really does. The yeah. cast. Oh, dude, it's got Judy Greer in it. That's yes. awesome. Uh, yes, and Julianne Moore plays the mother, and uh, of course, Hit Girl Chloe Moretz Grace, man, playing Carrie. So, uh, a pro, you know, taking it's creepy. Basic role. How Hell good yeah. of an actress that girl is. She's really rock solid. Dude, she's great in Hugo. She's great in, in Kick Ass. She's. <laughs> she can handle shit. the profanity pretty well. Yeah, absolutely, and probably the pig's blood. So, yeah, I think this is going to be kick-ass. Can you imagine having that shit poured all over you? And best, especially if they're like, um, dude, just to make it more realistic, we're going like, to kill this fucking pig like backstage. Yeah. So it might burn a little bit, but never mind. You know, just, just close your eyes so it doesn't like, damage your cornea. Right. Uh, nothing like a little hot pig's blood pick me up what 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 uh, <laughs> it doesn't matter man either way they're all gonna laugh at you dude Max so what's up before we bail yeah I would like for you to tell me the story of a little article that you wrote for smackscast.com about Nikola Tesla Oh yeah, man. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, director Brad Bird, who uh, and you can find us on the Smackscast website. Give me a hint, Brad Bird. Uh, Brad, Brad Bird. Bird did a bunch of Pixar shit, but also did the Iron Giant. That that's wasn't not, really that's a hint. Not so much as I just told you what it was. <laughs> Iron Giant, fucking awesome movie. Yeah, by but the didn't way. he do some regular mainstream film? He did the uh, Mission Impossible Ghost, the newest Mission Impossible. Ghost yeah, Recon, yeah. Ghost Protocol. Yeah. Ghost Protocol. Ghost Protocol, not Recon, yeah. because it's an entirely different. That's a game and thing. Yeah, yeah. entirely different uh, uh, format. Whatever. Uh, it's <laughs> not the same shit, is what I'm saying. But he did direct Tom Cruise in his first, I believe, his first live action film was the new Mission Impossible. Uh, and he supposedly had something, some other project in between, like the next one and this one or whatever. But the next one is uh, uh, apparently now. I think they've since I wrote the article confirmed that uh, Tesla will be the main character. I think George Clooney is attached, so I believe George Clooney will be uh, playing Nikola Tesla, who is a fucking badass. I love Tesla, man. Their songs are fucking awesome. Right? Uh, you know, just those fucking signs, dude. Just everywhere. <laughs> uh, 
blocking the scenery, you know, just, uh, no, but uh, anyway, uh, do this, don't do that. Can't you read the signs? <laughs> oh, you saw it, they're good. <laughs> just, just read the signs. Signs, signs everywhere, a sign, blocking, blocking up, up the scenery, scenery breaking my mind. Do, do this, don't do that, can't you read the signs? Whoa, man. You had that way better than me. That was awesome. We fucking rock out. Uh, I think we just uh, formed a Tesla cover band. So uh, join in next week for Tesla Cast. <laughs> and uh, no, I'm just kidding. Uh, we are going to see if we can make the hair on our pubis stand up. We will with, touch uh, something highly, highly electrical to keep Sean from falling asleep and knocking the microphone over. I'm, I'm going to wire this dude to some alternating current shit. Although <laughs> the beauty of alternating current, no wire is necessary. Hey, man, you know so. what, dude? Here What's it up? is. This I have a spinal cord stimulator implanted. Oh, sweet. So I have three electrical leads in my back. Okay. All we got to do is fucking splice that shit into yeah. the electrical. Well, no, that's current. the beauty of uh, alternating current brought to us by Tesla is uh, no wires required. Man, that dude was a master of wireless technology. He was, technology. and he kind of got yeah. fucked. You yeah, know? he totally got fucked. Didn't Edison can... fucking? Uh, yeah, Edison was a dick. You can you can watch the entire thing on was... the SmacksCast site from the drunk history blurb that I threw up there. Tesla has a was... song called Edison's Medicine. Do they really? I didn't know that. Yeah. It's nice. Yeah. Yeah, uh, Edison portrayed by Crispin Glover in that little clip. So we're gonna we're gonna have to watch it. You, if you haven't seen it, dude, it's great. Uh, I love the little drug history get, bit. Does he get it put down on him? I need to look at it. It's uh, it, uh Crispin Glover, dude. Every time, uh, everyone a winner. <laughs> uh, Mr. We talk about a method actor. That dude is heavy. Hell yes, That's heavy. Marty McFly's dad, man. George McFly. Heavy. But uh, anyway, yeah, so I believe uh, he'll be playing Tesla. I think Tesla's going to meet some aliens and stuff. I think that should be pretty cool because I really dig Brad Bird, man. Uh, so I think that could be rock solid. And it was, uh, as I um, mentioned... His relative, Sean, was my freshman comm teacher here at Washburn really before the Holocaust. Bird is the word, sir. Not the Holocaust. The, uh, Whoa. The we just went ap- back. The we, apocalypse. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Before, yeah. Um, but uh, see, my also, mind, she is not all completely gone yet. This thing, did you see? It's uh, it's written by uh, our our pie fingering friend, Mr. Damon Lindelof, man. So, uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, seriously, dude. Yeah, okay, Keith David, we're leaving you in the in the dust. Yeah, it's now the Damon Lindelof right. It's um, a Lindelof Tesla joint cast. <laughs> yeah, no shit. In. Uh, no, but yeah, so, uh, anyway. We do man, need it's... to mention County Reeves' band, please. A dog Star. Sir. Dog, dog Star. star. Uh, they would sound good opening up for Tesla. I th- oh, dude, I think we could book that too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's learn some Dog Star songs, though, before we keep riffing. I gotta actually, like, I can't, I've never heard a single Dog Star song. But anyway, we're gonna, we're gonna listen to some Dog Star, <laughs> and we're gonna get back at you, man, next week, I think, so. Absolutely. Uh, hey, Max, is there anything else you wanted to cover today? Oh man, nothing. Yeah, no. I'm Are cover, you like totally cover. mad at me because I was tired and I'm shit? I'm gonna cover you up and let you doze off in in <laughs> comfortable uh, in uh, silent. Lucidity. I've got to admit, a few times were for comic effect, but most of the time I was fucking tired. Yeah. So I'm sorry, but um, son of a bitch, I put together nine pages of notes. What Hell the fuck yeah, you did. want out of me? Uh, consciousness, cognizance. Is that all? Right. Um, yeah. Jesus, we arrive at the grocery store. And we just, uh, no, I'm just kidding. The uh, world is not enough. No, man, it never is. Uh, anyway, I still think we put together a good cast. I hell don't yeah. know. What do hell you think, yeah, dude? What do you think out there, Smacks Cast listeners? Actually, we're gonna try to find a way so that we can have some type of voice. Uh, I know you can do it online, where listeners can leave feedback 
through voice because it's it's good to to get emails yeah but sometimes inflection says more than an email sure it might be cool if there's a way to do it if not We'll go baby steps Dude, first. Dude, if you record your voice onto some sort of MP3, I'm sure we can throw it in the cast. Fuck yeah. Even Hell G- yeah. Gmail that shit to smackscast at gmail.com. Yeah, so. unless you, like, like leave us a message and you're like, you fucking cock bastard, you guys suck, and Sean, quit falling asleep, you piece of shit, you ruptured my two-year-old eardrum when you dropped your fucking microphone, you cock sandwich piece of shit, fat motherfucker. So you're just saying I can't call in, but everybody else can? Is that the deal? Uh-huh. I mean, uh, you are. <laughs> uh, no, you know what? I put that on our Facebook page, yeah. that picture of when we were doing our last podcast. Yeah. Have you not seen the picture? I did. And the I, caption I checked it out of my... Uh, how Max is good looking, but Sean is eminently harpoonable. Uh, not man. one fucking person, not one fucking person said, Sean, you're not fat. You need to take that down. That's too self-deprecating. Not even you, you skinny, pretty bitch. I didn't read the caption, man. I saw it on my iPod. <laughs> while I, was, I saw it on my iPod while I was dropping a deuce. That's right, folks. That's right, folks. We drop them. Like and if I know you, you just about passed out when that fucking deuce left the canal. And... I'll tell you, that's when I really busted my chin is what happened, dude. That's that's the origin <laughs> story right there. That's the secret like, origin. I want to sound all cool where I'm like, I was walking out from the bar, dude. I just I fell down or whatever. And then but I like, fucking really, shit I just, my pants. I, I dropped the myself deuce. in the chin when I just rocketed some... Uh, There's going to be a new song by Max Brown called Dropping a Deuce in the Fruit of the Loom. Yes, sir. Dropping the kids off at the pool is what Wrote I Wrote a little song about it. like to hit, hit, go. Nice. Oh, <laughs> David Allegreer, dude. That shit was awesome. I uh, was on the pot one day, yeah. Dropping a deuce like any other day, yeah. Uh-huh. I decided to push hard, yeah. Uh-huh. And that's when it happened. <laughs> I busted my chin when I dropped a deuce. <laughs> yeah. I couldn't I drop the pot and the fruit of the looms. I think that's oh, enough. Yeah. I think we got a music I think we have, to attend to. We probably have a major hit going on. Yeah. We have now, Smackcasters, broken a fucking Smackcast record. I believe so. <laughs> We're going to do our fucking damnedest to keep these podcasts under an hour? Maybe, I can't even, yeah, I got nothing on maybe in a couple of weeks, yeah. because next week... We're going to have two, count them, two guest hosts. Woo! Big Barney's coming back, and we're going to get him him to talk (laughs) more than he did. You know, here and there. He did fucking great, but I think he... Flavor it up. Yeah, I think he spent the first part of the cast, like, listening to us and... Just watching the live show, interjecting, man. being way too polite. Yeah. Well, that's cool. You know, this this will be the uh, strikes back or whatever. And then the you know? yeah, and then the other guest host will be my son Thad, whom you believe it or not has quite a bit of knowledge about movies, television, etc. So, as well as I dig it. laying pipe to his girlfriend. Damn. Downstairs in my house in the afternoon, like literally just now. Not fucking ridiculous. Yeah. Max shows up, and my son's like, Dad, don't come down here. <laughs> don't come down here, Dad. Don't come. I'm like, what? Are you, like, taking a... Sh- you dropping a deuce? No. 
Me and somebody who will not be named due to protect their privacy need some privacy. So yeah, yeah. Hey man, we all gotta each his own. Get in. I'm glad. I'm gotta get in where you fit in. I'm glad the kids busting nut. Whatever. Anyway, Max. And we'll talk to him about it on the next. Yeah, awesome podcast. Just a little bit too much singing and sleeping, maybe. Although, like you say. These things, they add character. Yeah, it's natural, man. It's and like a, sweet, uh, like a sweet chin scar. Yeah. I fully intended to take a little nap before you showed up, but you fucking showed up yeah, on sure time did. again and screwed the whole works up. But anyway, next week I'm going to be awake. We're going to nail it. Um, and again, folks, sorry about the couple of audio glitches, the microphone whacking on the desk. This is Sean. And this is Max. And uh, we've got one little buddy who, if you've checked our pot, our website, you might have noticed the baby Chewy. Oh, that was super cute. And yeah. here he comes right now. What does baby Chewy have to say, Max? Teddy. <laughs>